Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woken Baked. And this is a recorded conversation with myself, Mark Tyler, Coach Seth Stacy, and Jake Thompson. And the title of this one is, We're All a Mixed Bag of Shit. And we get into that during the conversation, and Mark breaks it down to explain why we are all a mixed bag of shit. If you disagree, let me know in the comments. Want to give a very solid shout out to our supporters. Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive, behind Save You More. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook, as well as their website, theironasylumgymak.com. The gym is open 24 hours a day. I prefer going in the morning. You might be more of an evening person. You could be a 2 o'clock in the morning person. That's up to you. But nonetheless, you get a code and you go in whenever you would like to. And then get your super duper sweet ass training on. All right. Next up, 5150 Vapes, located in the heart of Soldatna. They are your home for American made CBD vape products with over 240 flavors of juice to choose from. They have coils, mods, and more or less anything else that you could possibly want to enjoy your vaping of juices. And on June 27th, 49th State Audio Addicts are hosting a car show in the Alaska Car Shop parking lot on K Beach. Matt Plant, a five star realty, GPCarAudio.com, Hillbilly Customs, Woken Baked Media, Coca Cola of Alaska, Mad Creations Tattoo, and Outlaw Customs are putting this event together. So thank you very much for your support. That is June 27th at 7 p.m. in the Alaska Car Shop parking lot. That is this Saturday, by the way. If you're listening to this on, like, Wednesday and you're like, what is there to do on Saturday? That is something for you to do. This is a car audio blast off. I don't know what else to call it other than folks getting together to play their music really, really loudly. And if that's the sort of thing you're into, because that's the sort of thing you can do. All right, next up, Lady Grey Medibles, makers of fine edibles, breath mints, ice cream, birch syrup, cookies, suppositories, and much, much more. But back to the cookies. If you're in from out of state or you're, you live in state and you've got like a coffee order that has 15 very specific ingredients and you like high quality coffee, well, these are high quality cannabis confections. You like your cannabis cookies, they have the very best ingredients that you could possibly ask for. So if you like cookies and you like cannabis, be sure to stop by your local Alaskan dispensary and ask about Lady Grey Medibles. You should be able to tell you all about them because they've been around for a minute. All right. And they also they also support the podcast. So support them. All right. I can't give you a, a discount code because I can't I can't give a discount code for a uh distributor or I'm sorry a um, a dispensary in Sitka I've never been to Sitka so I can't get you a discount in Sitka that being said I can tell you what products are good what products are worth spending your money on and if you've got a mother-in-law that likes cookies and cannabis this is what you get your mother-in-law to let her know that her son or her daughter uh, is in good hands if you say, hey, here are the very best cannabis cookies my state has to offer, love ya, this is this is what you go with. All right, they also make ice cream. Ice cream, ladies and gentlemen, made with Peruvian cocoa. How, shoot, man, if you're getting cuckoo uh, up here in Alaska, it's probably been all stepped on and, you know, uh, you don't want to mess with that. You don't want to mess with that. It's not good for you. However, 
Lady Grey Medibles have some dank ass cookies. I believe that's what the kids say. That's how they describe them. Dank ass cookies. And I don't think kids. Let me clarify. I believe people over the age of 21 say that they are some dank ass cookies that they get from Lady Grey Medibles. They're available all over the great state of Alaska, so step into your dispensary and go get you some. All right, locally, AK-49 Martial Arts slash Bang Muay Thai slash Mountain Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu located in the Peninsula Center Mall. Classes are back to normal. Last night, I did the 6 p.m. class. I was coached by the AFC's 135-pound champion, Victor Rodriguez, and we had a great time going through some really cool BMT drills. So if you are interested in learning some very cool drills, get yourself a super-duper sweet-ass yo uh, yogurt uh, workout. Get yourself into some uh, some striking yoga, as the kids say. The kids might actually say that. Um, striking yoga, that's what I like to describe it as. Get in there, all right? Uh, I was there at 6 p.m. You can show up at 6 p.m. And I think the first class is free, at the very least. It's kind of like crack, you know, like the first one's free. But I couldn't tell you a whole lot about crack. But if you can tell me a lot about crack, be happy to hear it. All right, for more information, including their current schedule, check out AK-49 Martial Arts on Facebook or at AK-49 Martial Arts on Instagram. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a really, really long podcast. So there are some breaks in the middle of it. Play some music, and you can enjoy the music, and then you can go right back to the podcast. All right, before I go any further, thank you, Mark Tyler, for your time. Thank you, Coach Seth Stacy, for your time. Uh, Mark Tyler is the owner of Red Run Cannabis Company. They are located on the Kenai Spur Highway. They are the growers of fine cannabis, the brewmeisters of Hashade and Blueberry Hashade. They make can of sticks, can of caps, and now peanut butter, which is bought direct from the peanut butter farmers. I don't know how they grow peanut butter. I'm pretty sure they grow peanuts, and then they make their peanut butter. I'm sure that's how it works. I'm not 100% sure, though, because I have never made peanut butter. They also carry, uh, carry flour. They carry concentrates, including decarb oil and cartridges. And because Red Run has their own manufacturing facility, nobody can beat their prices. They also carry edibles from the aforementioned Lady Grey, Baked Alaska, Glacier Gummies, Creative Confections, and many, many more. They also carry Frontier CBD. So if you got that ache and pain, you can get yourself some lotion, rub the lotion on your skin, or else you get the hose again and all that good stuff. For more information, check out their website, Red Run Cannabis Company, for more information, as well as weed maps for their current menu. Hashade is available at finer dispensaries throughout the state of Alaska. By the way, so are their, um, their diamonds. They make diamonds, not like, like, like made from coal diamonds, but made from cannabis diamonds, which are priceless. And not forever, because you're meant to, to smoke them in your, uh, in your email or in your, your dab rig or whatever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mark Tyler, Seth Stacy, Jake Thompson, and myself, and we're all a mixed bag of shit. Have a great day.
it, that's exactly what my ego does. And it protects separate. that child. And, and what it does is, is it's, it's clinging to your, your fleshy identity that's, that's here. Well, and also the power comes from that concept of you got somebody being having well, power is so that they're reaper, so you eventually for your Right, so that you're no, you know, no, no, right? no, it's not even, no, it's, 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 Some of these things can be thought about maybe a little bit differently from a, this because everything's computer. Everything is has to deal with computer science, and if you can understand that, I think a little bit from that standpoint with image, it goes right again right to psychocybernetics. Every single thing has to do with image, See, and I we're talk, pulling out an image. I talked to fucking that's talk what to Josh it, about that. This shit gets floored. Do you get fucking floored and hard? Good, I'm telling you. And then I laid out like how to structure and how to create. Like how to build off of that, and I, I told him about Jim Rohn and Lane and those pieces. And I mean, and I told him I'm like, there's always obviously like a ton more. I said I just don't know all of these pieces. I said, but I mean, for coaching, I'm getting it, you know, right? Um, the thing is, is what's what you can um, again. You gotta look at it's all code and it's all realization. So once the lights come on, there's a point of realization. It's layered. Consciousness is layered up, upticking. What you realize, you don't go backwards. It's like once you start crawling around and you start walking, I realize hey, it's fucking way better from this fucking upright angle. I'm not fucking. I'm, I'm way better. You never think about crawling again. Once you start understanding, oh, that's how. That's how I operate. That's why I. That's why I do what I do, or, or this is how it goes. That's why they do what they do, or this is how. This is what this really is. And it's not like something you're hearing it from me or reading it from some, a book and going. It's not an intellectual experience. You can understand something, but the lights won't come on. It's a. It's a different act altogether. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a phenomenon. Realization is a phenomenon. So, I want to run something by you. Do you? Have you ever seen the thing with Sandy Hook and the crisis actors and shit? Oh, I think I've seen it with some of the Okay, just, just a question. I know, like, people, some people, like, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb a little bit. Do you remember last time when Trump was getting elected, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember all of a sudden, like, they were talking about the shootings at schools? Because it was kind of mm-hmm. a big thing going on. And then... <coughs> Sandy, and I just want to run back because I know you have good memory. The Sandy Hook happened, right? Sandy Hook happened, and then they were talking about guns and taking that away. And they were getting a little bit of heat. People getting worked 
started going towards the race car again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was kind of interested by that because of kind of like the crisis activity. So what I mean is they create a crisis. And it, yeah, you're good. They created a crisis and then they went to racial windows, right? And behaviors and, and like trying to exploit the fact that there's this racist issue. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You remember that going on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't it funny that we have COVID, right? And then we have our crisis. sudden the election was over and all of it died or died just as fast as it showed up just as quick as it died okay and now you have covid on a larger scale right obviously worldwide and then it goes into the racial innuendo again with or uh racial racial setting with george floyd right now you have riots you got the reactivity that that you know what i mean mm-hmm. isn't that kind of funny doesn't it seem awkward to you that four years ago there would be a similar setting and pattern? And then now, if you like look, it's just like moved forward and it's like the same fucking thing, but different, well, different activity, but the same agenda. Crisis, race issues. Oh, sweet. We are on there right now. Is that easy? Nice. I gotta get. Let's get that. Um, isn't that isn't that kind of crazy? I know. I well, hate even saying that. You know. Well, no, it is. It, first of all, you always you always should feel that way um, when you're saying stuff like that. And because um, I mean, I don't want to say that like it's some uh, like I'm not a super con- conspiracy theorist, and that means. Mm-hmm. But like something that I'm extremely good at is patterns. I mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. patterns. I see. And that's what that's what I'm talking about. Is is, is that's what like with this with this. This is what I, I love about all of this. This is what's so funny. Uh, at the end of all of this, people are going to realize how good of a thing all of this is because it's going to force everybody to really up their consciousness. It, by the end of this year, we're going to see a phenomenon of consciousness that's been unprecedented in this world. That's the good thing about all this. So it's exactly like that. So what you have on all of this... So this I, talk, big, I talked to Baker about this, this a lot. This is a big learning moment is what you're saying. Oh, it's more than that. It's an up-leveling of consciousness. Uh, this is it's it's everything I've been talking about forever. Like I have been talking about this forever, and it started out with me bashing the Christians over and over and over, because, you know, after having so many run-ins with them and and, and having a you know a, a Christian experience when I was young, um, and then knowing it, you know, I've read the Bible seven eight times. I've marked it up. I know it upwards and down. I've read everything that didn't make the uh, the Bible. I've read the history of everything. Uh, that has to do with it. Why certain texts got uh, selected? What? Why it got left out? Yeah, why it did? All of these yeah. things, and what you know, what was the political, socioeconomic uh, deal at the time with the Romans and the, the basically the, the Orthodox uh, Pharisees at the time that were trying to kind of come together? There's all sorts of these these lower tier man nuances 
that fucks up the truth, like the the word, the way, the the what Buddha, Christ, whatever it, whatever, it doesn't even matter. You can call them whatever you want. They're 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 portals of people who who do have gnosis and they do deliver gnosis and there have been brotherhoods and there have been underground tribes and it and it still survives to the day but it's so it's been so underground because it's been exterminated and murdered and it's only up to like right now that some of the more connected esoteric stuff's actually coming out um and it was in my opinion it started to get leaked out with cyber cybernetics and some of those some of the books um, the master key system and, and even uh, Think and Grow Rich and all of they did it. They were unconscious competence. They didn't even know what they're doing. And I like love even that you say that. Even because that's the four stages of learning, right? <clears throat> that, like that's, that's even even these guys who think they're good at NLP and even NLP even um, a neurolinguistic program. Oh. People that think they understand the mind. Even Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn. Despite being, I would say, very conscious, very yeah, clinically conscious, man. he wasn't even. Conscious to the layers in the programming, what was actually happening at the time? Yeah, well, they didn't evolve the, the understanding and the comprehension <clears> didn't <throat> come until later. and and so even the, even Zig Ziglar and all these guys who were fucking just you know what blows me away like really tied me to a lot of these things was the word vision. <clears throat> the word vision. Um, I watched a series on History Channel, and they would always talk about the men that America was built on. <clears throat> And constantly through Rockefeller, um, that's why that's why Figueroa Rich is such a good little right? little uh, uh, idea. Edison, they were always talking. Yep. You always heard vision. Ford, Tesla, Da Vinci, vision. every single yeah, right? one. Vision, right? Always vision. And you know what blows me away was, was you know, um, I never really thought of it in that sense. And I, and I listened to Jim Rohn talk. But then when the book Psycho, Psycho Cybernetics came to play, and we talked about goal setting through Jim Rohn and stuff like that, what was interesting is to hear him talk about the vision too. And I never realized, like I, I talked with Josh, I'm like, I never realized that like goal setting and all that other stuff is in a lot of ways irrelevant if you can't see the picture. It is so, entirely irrelevant. So there you go, right? Your path or what you're doing or what you see is is relevant to that. And yeah, so those those people and those books and those uh, layers is put it together in a way that like really made it like open. It's kind of crazy. It blew me away. You know, yeah, that book's a powerful book. Um. Cyber, cyber, cyber. Yeah, psycho cybernetics is a very powerful book. Um, what's funny about it is I was actually I uh, even picked it up just re reviewing it a little bit yeah. too. I bought uh, I bought it for paperback. And it is uh, uh, it's ridiculously good, um, isn't it? And it's again it's an it shows you an anomaly of how a guy stumbles upon um, thanks dude uh, stumbles upon um, looks like we got one right. thing on here. If we didn't air sir. time yeah. We're yeah. live right now. Yeah. Airtime for you, cocksucker. Just <laughs> just died. Um, uh, you got that uh, on the radio. Yeah. Watch out for the FA, uh, yeah, right? FAA. And, uh, uh, FCC. FCC. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, one thing. Get away with all that shit. You know, yeah, what? it's a, it's a, it's another example 
All of this stuff we've been used to. The FCC, you can't say shit, fuck, ass on, on TV or can't say shit, kids. Can't talk about political policy. Yeah, Carlin's big fire, all that. It's so, been, it's, it's art. Expression's fucking art. You know, and you're going to tell grown adults how you can curb your expression. That's where everything starts. That's why you can't do that. you got to be a fucking adult. A lot of this originated, and this was really interesting. Um, I mean, it was always there and whatnot, but uh, Jesse Jackson was the first person to really pursue suing people over FCC violations. And that's how he funded a lot of his operation was he would, like, throughout the nation, find someone... Well, well, let's take it back further to where Jesse Jackson really got his start, and that was uh, being a snitch for the CIA um, following Martin Luther King, if that's what we really want to talk about. Well, that's why I voted for him. In 88, you've been eight years old. Yeah, no, my vote didn't count, and that's why you lost. That's why we should should go to mail-in ballots. No, but anyway, but because of that, that's where the whole, like, the idea of, like, uh, I mean, those rules were still there. Was it libel? It was it because of was he suing? For no, no, uh, it FCC was uh, no, it was still the um, because even because the airwaves are public, but they're still like coming into people's houses. Therefore, if you offend somebody, you've offended them and their own property, and you gotta, it was a whole ordeal. But it was never really that enforced, nor did it really need to be that enforced or enforced. But um, so it was it was mostly it was mostly followed kind of as loose guidelines. But uh, Jesse Jackson and his team started like monitoring every major radio station, every minor radio station, anyone that would potentially that. slip up or have some sort of issue, um, he would uh, he would then sue them. And that's was part of how he funded um, a lot of his operations. And that's where the I FCC... I didn't know that. That's yeah. interesting. That's how the FCC came in. Because the government well, said, hey, you know F- what? You shouldn't be suing that's people and getting money. We should find <laughs> you and get your money. Yeah. yeah. So that guy there doesn't There you go. The, b- well, the big if, gangster came yeah, in. No, well, <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, right? Well, yeah, I didn't honestly, it was, it was, the, it was the growth of the FCC. I mean, the FCC no, was very was very mm-hmm. small at the time. But like with all of his movement and whatnot, it became like this overblown organization that... Monitored the television and monitored, you know. God, there's a lot of backgrounds. I posted a couple of good things here too, because you gotta like even know the the whole backstory, which I'm sure some of you guys do about the education system and uh, you know, how it basically started in Germany. Um, and I, I go, I'm not going to get onto that. Cause it's just too it's too cakewalk and, and easy. But um, you know, the education system, the media system is. Oh, is, is oh you it, mean in Germany? Like well, we're, we're, we're like, it's, where, it's, it's where industrial, it's where industrialized, institutionalized, forced. Again, you got to look at this, man. This is really fun. We again, we just take this shit for granted. Compulsory forced education. Of course, <laughs> this was the thing. In in, in the beginning, it, it, we just think, oh, everybody was like eager to go to school and be forced to go to school. No, they had to. It was violent. Yeah. It was fucking violent. It was it was because nobody even no matter where you're at, they don't like to be forced to what to do. Yeah. And so you go from whatever to it it it, it, it's, it Which kind of brings be me so to the bad most, if uh, it wasn't uh, if it was a quality education. Well, it, none of that even yeah. matters. It, it brings me up to the exact same thing that's going on right now. It's about from the work, day one. It's about work or drugs. From day one, from the mm-hmm. motherfucking day one, since the words came out of the phonetic mouth, it's about psychological warfare. It's about psyops. It's about how I can manipulate reality through media, media's language, language, the written word, motion picture, through other people's media, artificial light. Oh, I can, it's, magi- it's magician, it's chaos magic. I'm gonna take artificial light that's not actuality, 
And I'm going to organize it in such a way, and I'm in a stage presence, and I'm going to show it to you, and I'm going to get you to do whatever I want, and you won't know any difference because you don't t- you can't tell the actual reality right. from artificial reality. Okay, here we go. Okay. Because so your mind's fucked. Mark and I were talking about a book called Psycho Cybernetics. Okay. And I talked with Will about it. You know this book, uh, Jake? No. Okay. It's a great book by a. Uh, it's Maxwell Mark. Mark. Um, yeah, but what did he do before that? He, he was, was a, sur- a plastic, plastic surgeon. surgeon. Okay. And what he realized was the psychology of somebody had like a messed up face and they wanted to get it fixed <clears throat> um, because they thought that they had issues because of their Let's appearance. Let's episode of The Twilight Zone. And they were upset about how people were responding or their success in their business in a way, right? And really what the guy did was is he told him to go back home and to visualize himself, to adjust his self-image, to help develop his personality. And when he did it, he did it for 30 minutes a day, for three weeks or 21 days. And then he realized like he started having more sales, people were talking with him, and uh, his sales and everything improved because mm-hmm. of his self-image, how he visualized himself. So he never really needed surgery. How he was treating people was because of how he visualized himself and how he was pushing other people away because he didn't like who he was. So hold on, hold on. So this becomes the self-image, right? And Mark and I were talking about vision and like, hey, you need to have a vision to go do and accomplish your goals. And what he's talking about by the media is that people are hijacking your vision. They're taking that away. They're not allowing you to visualize the things that you want to do because you're too busy processing the vision of the material that they're feeding you via trance through the TV and yeah. or sound or radio. Well, and that's what he's he's talking about here. Yeah, so it, I wanted to share that and clarify yeah. a little bit. This was this was something uh, you were talking about that uh, I've thought of, or that you I don't know if this was what you were talking about, but this is my theory and it, I, maybe it correlates with what you were speaking of because I mentioned rider elephant earlier. Um, I think that there is a competitive game to attack and manipulate your limbic, your limbic system. Because I think right now, because, I mean, it doesn't understand words. You know, it's like the part of you that thinks in, like, dialogue and monologue is not who's actually in control of... It's sine waves. Yeah. We function in sine waves. Exactly. <clears throat> and so I think it's, it's the subtle influences and it's the... Uh, I, I mean, I think that's where the war is. It's like we don't we don't want to change your thought process. Mm-hmm. We want to change the actual elephant that is guiding your whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, you can think whatever you want. Well, to you think. can create the field. If I can create a field of noise and interlaced irrelevance, and that again, it's just like look at the internet. And I use this with, with my kid. With you, you're on your prime time, and you got only you got a block of the internet. The, the bandwidth is only this big. You can imagine it, it's it's a hundred megabytes, okay. and it's a hundred megabytes. Mm-hmm. Right, you got a hundred people on your network block on your in your neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Not everybody is okay. We're gonna communicate. Everybody's gonna communicate because there should be no reason to communicate unless you got something really fucking valuable to say. Because you should. Why are you spam? It's irrelevant. Why in the world would anybody use a single ounce of energy to mm-hmm. translate anything that doesn't have meaning and value? It's reasonable. It's, this is reasonable. Why would I fucking waste all of my energy? Well, for absolutely no fucking reason. That doesn't make any sense. It's unreasonable. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. So, yet, what takes up most of the bandwidth on a neighborhood block in any given night 
is teenage girls and kids playing Fortnite and downloading 4K fucking dumb videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or sending little TikTok videos and shit. So, mm -hmm. most of the bandwidth, you got only 100%. 99% hmm. is a nonstop noise. How the fuck is the 1% going to even have a, a resonance? How is it even going to gain a, a fucking resonance that anybody can go, okay, yeah, gotcha when it's all the noise. And so it's just like this with fields. And again, not only that, I've actually done the experimentation and done the, 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 again, this sounds crazy, nobody ever believes this shit. I've done the pioneering development work with, uh, with heart math through the uh, H, uh, H, uh, HRV, heart rate variability, including when I was on the, one of the show, I don't know if it was your show, with, with you guys, one of the, with Dwayne when I did, um, uh, one of the talks on KSRM way back in the day. Yeah, no, I um, had the heart rate variability. Yeah. I was measuring it in real time for the develop for these developers to show how when you're talking you, again when you're black you and you're in a stressful <laughs> situation, you're giving a talk, you're put on the scene, you're you're in a court of law, you're up to bat, you're in a fight, whatever it is, mm -hmm. your heart rate will have a specific signature, meaning it's. It's fine. It's, it's, it's on Go point. Time. So Pri every crisis, cell, state of crisis. every single cell, what, the, what it's telling your cell, again, your cells, then it, organs, every cell, every cell, because it's a program. Your mental image, because we all image, there's only thing that we operate on. Every single thing is an image. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Whatever it is, you see an image. And for every one of us, the image is impending doom and anxiety. Something is coming. We don't know what. We're gonna put our finger quite yeah, on it. That's how they flood. But it's impending doom, and almost every single one of us has it in any, in any in some form of fashion. Some form of fashion. So, if we were to look at, like, I were to, you know, put us up to heart rate variability monitors and just even search certain situations, you would clearly see for yourself your signature. <laughs> and so when you're when you're in that state, fuck all day. But let's even say you're in that state, twenty to thirty percent would be catastrophic for people which I would say the American Western person is as it is right now probably spends 98 or 95 it's probably even it's probably crazy it's probably about like that mm -hmm. so you have to imagine the cell only has two fucking functions it, it's just there's just two it is expand and propagate or fucking reserve fucking reserve and, and it's just like this with us when we are in a fight-or-flight state we are not growing extremities. Punch, run, fight, run, fight, see. It's, only, rea it's reactionary. Uh, all the rest of the context goes away. Your character, all of you, we don't give a fuck about any of that. I just see the exact attributes I need to see whether you're coming to get me or whether you're an opportunity for, for allocation down the road. Well, Weak, strong, take, give, take, give. You have no other fucking choice. And again, the people that know this, like... Like, I know this. I know this. I could do this with anybody at any time without them ever even fucking thinking about it. And there are people that are greatly skilled, more skilled than I because they've had years of application, not only conscious competence of knowing it, mm. they've been diabolical enough to play this shit out and they've had years of experience and they're fucking good at it. So there are many people, and I know these people, and I know the groups of certain people, and there are people I don't even know. And so if I know that where this is and what people's capability is, there are groups of people that can do things through social engineering that plenty smart, above average people who aren't quite there yet with the way things work 
have no idea what they can do. No fucking remote so idea. Playing catch up. So my question <laughs> is, my, here, here's my thought. I'll put you in a state of fear. You have two options. You're either going to fight or you're going to flight. Become predictable, <clears> and I know which one you choose. So either way, I'm I'm winning well, the situation. I wouldn't do magic. Two things. Well, it, it's, would you or would you <laughs> fight or flight? There's usually two responses. You won't, here's fear, the thing: right? is when you're in a fear state, there you will you. always make the wrong decision, no matter what it is. Eventually, you you will. Here's the thing: this is what this is. This is the grand lesson in all of this shit. You will think it's you're going to sit for my team, my family. All right, you will you will do that, and then it's those same those same low that same fear that creates the dysfunction in your your family life anyway with the wife and the kids and everything because it's my way the highway male dominance this whole this whole what's the narrative? It, it's a fear again. Control man wants to go watch his girlfriend go out because he doesn't trust her because he's a little pussy because oh some big bad dude somebody bigger than me is gonna come take my girl. It, we we you, you check it. Confidence. You check your girl's uh, phone and you check your email. You check up on your girl because you don't want her taken from you because you don't have what it takes. Your image has. If you had an image in your head, like I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what happens. And that's what's so neat is like you won't. You don't have that. You wouldn't have that. But if you if you don't have that, it's because your image is fear based and it's and you believe you're not worthy. Because you downloaded, and this is what I keep talking about, yeah, is, is it's, it's not reality. So whatever even anybody thinks in their head, no matter how fucked up they have in their head, childhood, all that shit's immaterial. It really is. It's all, it's delusions. It's, and it's a good thing. I, like, I, I, I say this is a good thing. Because this computer networking is processing. And once you can get through a lot of that shit, you can, you can kind of realize it, it's fundamental principles. And we downloaded... A false image. Nobody, nobody taught us how to do anything otherwise. Everybody's doing the same thing. Nobody knows any better. There's no mentors, there's no community, nobody to tell anybody any different. So everybody looks around. Everybody's doing this. This must be the way it is. Uh, upper tier downloads that didn't know any better. Download, install, and still propagate. It's like a network. The network doesn't give a fuck what it what rides on the network. The network doesn't give a fuck. Good, bad, and, and this is where the intelligence comes in, and where you know a good book is a guy's got you got to understand media theory. Marshall McLuhan, motherfucking the biggest genius, probably my top five geniuses of all time. The medium is the message. Media, we think the media is important. We think the media is important, uh, but yet the medium upon which the media resides is a got ten billion times more important. The internet is a billion times more important than the media that rides on the internet. But here's what's the beautiful thing about what's going on right now. The way this is all going, it's like this, the sine waves that it autocorrects and it keeps, it merges. We're on this collision course to merge with a uh, higher state image. Um, and so we are, uh, uh, even, even at this state where we think that we're in this utter state of chaos, like we're going on this decline, actually we're not. We're actually, we're coming back up, and we're going to be closer you know, to the like source the, the than what we have ever we've ever been. In fact, we will be going. We will, will be doing these, and again in our lifetime, this is what again it, things are going to get so weird, weirder. They're going to get so weird that you will give up on all what you think anything is because it will get that weird. You'll have no choice. That's why I'm. That's actually why I'm really excited about this particular project. 
because I think this is this is a step in that direction. Um, any new media um, in a, any new community, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. I, I think so. It's you know it's um, nothing has nothing has ever been hurt by um, more people competing, you know, um, or more availability or more options. There's never been a situation where um, you know people are. People are worse off because they've been given more options. Uh, well, now there's Rockstar and Red Bull. Well, I, here, that was probably... Here, I'll tell you what, 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 what gets me excited, what's interesting, because it's never been done in the history of mankind. In the history of mankind. And this is what I want to see. And this is why I, would, I like, would even want to coach or help people out. It, it, because I want to see what people can do. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a community or a handful of actualized people uh, and I, again, I can I can define exactly what that means. We can grow them. Where, 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 you, where people have opened up enough and they've actualized. So again, of the, you don't even have to get so much in love with what actual actualization is. You can just look at what their byproducts and what the art, what the after, what the evidence is. Mm-hmm. It is no longer wasting time and energy on dumb fucking shit that is derived from your, your self image. So can you imagine instead of all the time that all of us have wasted in our disbelief in ourselves? All of the shit. Just take all of your energy split from your which way mind. Am I good enough? Am I doing this? Am I doing right? In my purpose, I have no idea. You know, all of the shit where we've, this 44 years of not being on a focused purpose, like coherent message, mm-hmm. like this is what we got to do. This is what we're going to fucking do. So there's not been one person yet, let alone two, three, four, five, six. You know, can you imagine eight, 10, 20? Like, Actualized people in an organization in a community of uh, effort that's a effort in an organization yet it's decentralized. There is no because again when you're actualized, mm-hmm. there is no fucking center head. There is no idol worship. There is no. Yeah. There is no. There is. It's again. It's the. It's also the myth of the knights of the round table. Mm-hmm. There is no at the table. There's diversity and aspect. There's disposition and aspect. Everybody brings their. Their pivot point to the to the pie. It's like a part, like a trivial pursuit piece. Not one piece is elevated above the other, but they have a specific functionality. They have a specific disposition. And uh, again, this is why it's ridiculous for people that are liberal leaning try to make them conservative. Make them better liberals. Make conservatives better fucking conservatives. Don't make a conservative a liberal and, li- and make them all. That's yeah. what. That's why everybody's that's fucked good. because everybody wants them to be like them yeah. rather than stepping back and going, okay, let's make these. You're gonna well, be this. You're gonna be that. Well, here's the deal too: is that like a lot of it is is you have everybody telling you what you should and shouldn't think, and like a lot of the part that you're trying to get to is is create your own images, listen to your own media, think your own thoughts, develop your own thoughts, <coughs> develop them well, well, get educated. Well, think so, about you know, like I mean, there's a lot of truth to everything that Mark is saying right there. Well, just even in how I feel, I'll be honest. I've been doing the psycho cybernetics for about a week and a half or so. I have I, I haven't felt happy consistently for years. Jake, you probably know me. <laughs> probably like twelve years. I haven't felt. I mean, I would have moments of happiness. This last week, there's been more moments of happiness. Because I don't really listen to the radio much. I watch selective TV very rarely. I don't listen to other kinds of music. I'm listening to like educational books, Mm -hmm. perspective books. I'm also using visualization for myself, right? Of who I want to be, who I want to see. 
and that's helping how I feel emotionally. Because you're changing mentally. the image. And that's, that's where, exactly you know, it, where right? so Zig Ziglar... That's uh, a real thing. I'm trying to... Uh, Zig Ziglar. Where the puzzle, uh, or pieces of the puzzle has to uh, come into play. This is where you have to understand media. And this is, Zig <laughs> talks about it 16 times. Basically, you don't even have to understand a lot of this theory shit. Is play the shit... And that's why when I talk about put the shit in the background. Yeah. Put these no, things yeah. in the background because because it doesn't you matter. Don't, you it's don't exactly. You don't yeah. understand. You you. It's a process. It's a transmutation, it's and it takes time. It takes time, mm -hmm. and a lot of people again. It's a, it's it's this immaturity of even when you think, oh, I'm getting there somewhere. It's cyclical. You you might be in your summer of understanding, but there's a winter coming, and then you're going to be right back to this chaos. <laughs> you just made winter's coming. And then you're yeah. gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna go through these same processes, and yeah. it's a maturing aspect. But it's it, winter, <laughs> all right. Uh, so no, one of the things that I, I want to throw because it really is about condition, right? Uh, and I'm a firm believer that anything that they, that when I say they, like our, our evil corporate overlords, anything they give us, anything that is free, is there to conditions. Uh, whether it's I always thought that whether was a racist it's thing, public yeah. school, mm -hmm. whether that. it's whether it's the the food that they that. They tell you is what you should be eating in your school. Uh, the books they give you. Who's writing the books? Where How to become a good little nine to five worker bee? Essentially, I love that. My my dad talked about that. He goes, he goes, son, I want you with everything going on with COVID, right? And um, he says, hey, you have a great chance now to watch and see what they're teaching your kid in school because you can get to see the classes, right? So how how somebody? Because you got to realize, moms at work. Dads at work, who's raising your kid? Well, and, and it, here, here's a, here's a right? couple. Here's there's, a, there's a lot of truth to be no, said no. there. So what you're saying about the school system <coughs> and the education, that's why. But, but it's not just. But it's not just the schools. No, it's, no, I it's television. It's radio. It's yes. Everything that they're that they that they the evil corporate overlords anything they give you and the the, the, the less it, and, and and they're charging you and even when they start charging you a little bit for it it's fifty dollars <laughs> for cable. Or, or whatever, it's all like it's a little bit better and shit. Throw ads on. Yeah, and then they throw <laughs> ads on. Um, but it's it's when they're it's they're it's giving you something. When it's when it's uh, CNN.com, which is by the way, if you go to their main page, half of that shit is is clickbait. Click here for a weight loss secret. It's it's all sold. Ass, is your penis uh, soft? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> how'd you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, like anything that they're that they that they are giving you is well, is there to condition you. It's well, if it, it's if it's cable news, if it's someone ranting for twelve well, minutes and then well, going to a commercial where I they sell you that. shit. See, it all I exists can, to sell you. But shit. with with the media, I can cause an imaginary problem and have the solution. Like what's the Hellagian dialect? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, that, that's kind of it. Well, it, it, it's it's. You know, I've wrote about this quite a bit, and you got and it's, it sounds really harsh, but it's the absolute motherfucking truth. And it's what happens on the micro happens to the macro, on the individual level, on the uh, on the on macro level. You cannot trust an unactualized person. The only people you could ever fucking trust, and they're very fucking rare, and including your own self. That's why the you, the hope, everybody's pursuit should be to actualize themselves, should be to open themselves up. And by actualization means I stop manipulating reality to self-suit my bullshit, self-assured, comfortable certainty, which is the illusional personal narrative that we tell ourselves that we believe is our reality, which is an artificial rendition. So this is what I'm talking about by actualization. If you do not actualize, 
It doesn't matter how smart, it doesn't matter who you are, how good you think you are, whatever. You will manipulate reality unconsciously to self-suit and you won't know it. I and other people will know it and see it and you won't know it and you'll fight tooth and nail. In fact, you will kill me even if I put too much pressure on you. You will, you will go to lengths to kill me to keep that comfortable certainty. That's what actualized people. Again, you can see it through nationalism and mm. fascism and all that stuff. People will kill their loved ones to, to keep their well, fucking their, their frantic ide- fucking illusion alive. Right? The, the narrative is the most precious thing. Their ideology. And that ideology is a component of the culture that they download, that they self-identify, the, that, that they self-identify. It's, like, it's their identity, is right. what yeah. it is. I mean, so it's, it's like, always a gift to, 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 them, to, to, the, to them. It's always about yeah. them. That's why yeah. I get on about the do-gooder, postmodern leftists. You know, with the right, we, that we get to. It's easy with the right. That's why I don't even hardly beat up on the right because you know the you know their ceiling. Mm-hmm. Their ceiling is fucking crazy, lunatic racism, nationalism. It's easy. Then it runs to the matrix. Then it gets into the left. The left, can anybody tell me the ceiling of the left? No. Tell me, how can a do-gooder, how can, you know, you can, there's no end to the fucking pathology that the Christian, this is for you. This is for your health. This is for your, your spirituality. Again, religion. Yeah, this hurts me Every hurts single you. thing that uh, the, 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 the unactualized person in the name of, you know, uh, hell, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. We all want to do good. I want to be nice. You want to be nice because, again, the etymological, etymological word of nice is ignorant. It's because you want to be accepted. It's because you're a pussy. Or you like ninety percent of the ninety-nine point nine point nine point nine percent of what when we're in an unactualized state, we are only being nice and agreeable. Because, without a voice, we're muting our voice, we're, we're dulling it down, we're taking it out, and we know it, sometimes we knowingly do it, especially in this black, the more contentious this Black Lives Matter, people fucking tuck their tails and suppress it knowingly, and, uh, um, and uh, it, it, yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in your, I mean, the, the, the Mark Tyler definitions, uh, what is the difference between being nice and being kind? Perfection. Per, there's uh, kindness, in serving in general, in serving in general is your is doing it without a fucking thought. Is you're doing it because again, again I've learned this too because I'm a I was a selfish motherfucker, and now I do everything so fucking different that it's almost like a fucking different complete person. Is you're doing things for no fucking reason. You're doing them as a philosophy. You're doing them because you know that you have to do them, and then and then it starts evolving to them. Why are you doing anything else but that? So you're constantly serving people. You're constantly giving, but you also then realize giving handouts, okay, most people that give, be looking, giving, 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 you should be giving to people without ever knowing why, without even letting a cognitive thought come, you should be why giving most, that it, where it hurts Mark, and why, sacrifices. Why do most people give though? They give because it makes them feel good. That's it, exact, it, it, see, it validates so self-serving. That, no, that's exactly it. I talked about. So this. it's not kindness. That's not kindness. That's that's again. That's your poison. You you you. Oh, I'm kind. I'm mostly kind. for white guilt. What, what sucks well, about it is a lot of people. Again, if you don't show up, you got no, you got nothing to show for mm-hmm. anything. Which is, I'm going to use this cluster as a stereotype, is to paint it. You're a you're a 40 year old. Uh, overweight, plain Jane woman, woman, or, <laughs> or uh, incel, 
Take, oh. take your whatever your patterned oh. uh, uh, alien somebody that just uh, the, the, mm. the, that our own society has not made very sexual because it all runs in sexual attraction. This is the thing everybody likes to discount. Everybody likes it. aesthetics. How you fucking look physically has a tremendous amount. Not even just that, but how the opposite sex, again, how the opposite sex and how getting punched in the face. Those are the two things we run from. The two things that we run from is embarrassment, asking to go the fuck, and then are you going to punch me in the face? And men, if from their young boys, if they're, unless they're in the right mentorship, you run from that honest conversation. Mm -hmm. And you start, again, as you can think you of it in your youth, we start, we start peacocking and play, we start puffing up and playing pretend because we, we can't just go up to the girl and go, hey, this is what, this is what I bring to the table. There's no feathers, there's no, you know, this shit, it's just this. We are, whatever, okay, whatever. We, we have we're to... We're or not. We have to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. And having that confidence is like, yeah. hey, is this going to happen? All right, no, no. And you can see, like, when you, when you do get into that zone as a guy, it works beautifully. But when you force that as an idiot, even if you're a fucking you you're good with the ladies. Your dumb ass will always have these... I, when you force shit, you're a no, fucking idiot. No, it's like, <laughs> I, I, I know I've never had more women hit on me than when I've been in a relationship. Than when like I've not been in a relationship. You don't have that internal no. confidence. Because no. like, you're, cause you're, cause you're, you're, you're no, regularly on, fucking. It's like no. a pheromone. No, that's exactly it. You have more likelihood. This is scientifically proven. You have more likelihood to pick up. Mention another, the case study. An, no, another mate. <laughs> study another show. Another mate because your hormone or their pheromones are on you, which proves that you are capable of reproduction. So they are going to choose the mate. Or potential Gonorrhea mate is a powerful the most, the most, yeah. Syphilis right. is a motherfucker. So I want to share this too because you were on this. Why do people um, do nice things? Because they usually feel good. And let's go back to just... Well, I think altruism is selfish. It's but, also not to no, say that, that, that people don't have bouts. Because let me pause okay. that for one okay. second because I don't want it to be taken completely out of context. So it's well, really, really important. Because there's plenty of times... We're, we're, I love this too because this is so beautiful about humans. Humans, like people are fucking all, more, way more awesome than they think. This is what I like. This is what I like about them. People forget they're in a trance and they pop into reality and they're authentic. That's what you're looking for. People can, can be authentic with and forget that they're in the trance. <laughs> so they, people opposite, the opposite way. They become enlightened for a second and then, and and then, 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 <laughs> and then they go back. And so there's plenty of times and what we're looking for is to expand those moments. If, and that's, again, the, the real practicality of, of, of mindful meditation and stuff like that is how can we take these little moments that we give ourselves and expand them into longer durations, maybe five or ten minutes, maybe a couple hours, a couple days. Or, you yeah. know, oh, now I can get good mm -hmm. at, I can get my morning going. My, my wife, these people aren't fucking me up. I, again, the media isn't mm -hmm. fucking me up. My wife isn't fucking me up. I'm owning my shit. I'm building my shit. Again, the more that you start owning these things and you don't, Again, you don't start going, it's my wife's fault. It's my boss's fault. It's the government's fault. It's the white man's fault. It's the... Any motherfucker that says that is your enemy. Like well, anybody it, anybody that says it's anybody else is, is your motherfucking enemy. In fairness, I am in one of those situations where it actually is their fault. Like, <laughs> well, that, like they, I'm the one. That, <laughs> hey, just because they're obstacles doesn't mean that it's their fault. You get the fuck out of the way of the obstacles. So what I was, what I was talking about earlier, almost everything ends up being self-gratification. We learned this from an infant. Mm -hmm. Mark and I were having no, I've been working very hard at self-gratification. Yeah, of course. Well, since, since I was baby, 14 years old. When you're hungry, what happens? What do you do? 
you cry. Oh, okay. right. You're you're hungry. Like, I don't think you I masturbated. You need to baby. change your diaper. You cry, right? Mm-hmm. So everything becomes about you. Everything is about you. We're just going to grow up. We're going to mature. But that format and that basis has been laid there since birth. <clears throat> so when I go do something nice for you or somebody, for the most part, what are they searching for? Is it truly to see your feeling? Yeah, but that gives them what? You connect with connection with the happiness, right? <laughs> people, humans are super selfish. We're born that way. Well, I have extremely strong narcissistic tendencies. So, that's it. That's it. Everybody, everybody is that way. You don't get your needs met. You're gonna be happy. Nope, you're not gonna be happy. You're gonna be pissed off. You're gonna be angry about it because your needs ain't being met. Well, it goes. And, it, and, and I'm just saying this because, like, what he's got to on is like a super heavy part of that. It just goes but, deeper. But here, here, here it is. This is exactly. This is. It's. It's all about this too. About about that same kind of deal. When we're infants, uh, or we're 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 young men, and we're, we're, we're we get angry. Is because we can't articulate. Again, when I, I keep going on about this, because it's the biggest important part. Art is articulation, mm-hmm. and so you're articulating irrational energy. And the the bigger the magnitude of that that vectorized uh, uh, energy, and the ability of your ability to articulate it, again, the bigger your magic, the bigger your ability. Words mm-hmm. we develop words in technological technological code. Again, language Expression. is the ability. To articulate what we don't know, what the fuck's going on. So if you look at a low, a low man, a low man of consciousness, a low mm-hmm. man of consciousness, you know, because not everybody's here, everybody's all over the place sometimes. Low man of consciousness. I think they man of little words. If you don't have the words, <laughs> and you get frustrated, you can't resolve that frustration. Yeah. You got to resolve it some way, and it'll come out two ways. And this is where people talk about disembodiment and split personalities. And this is the foundation. This is real world fucking deep psychology stuff here is, is the nature of being disembodied. And this is why, again, the, the actualization of enlightenment is taking your disembodied scattered self and bringing them into a whole voice, your actualized self voice. And you stop listening to these fucking these yeah. disembodied You, need, you need a recipient for that, though, too, don't you? Like, I mean, if you're just saying and there's nothing there that hears it. Like, you know, if you can articulate exactly how you feel and your frustrations and whatnot, but it's, there's no one around to hear it. Like, I mean, aren't you in, technically in the same space? Then you space? find a way of expression, right? So if you can't voice your expression... No, I mean, you can voice it, but there's no one to listen. Well, then you do physical, Well, you're obviously... Well, here's the deal. Is, you're not... Then, then you're, it. you're... You're... It's exactly... So if... Whatever you think, and then, like, let's say, let's just say this. Like, I need to articulate something to you. And I may know what it is in my head, mm-hmm. but I can't find the words to articulate it to you right. Yeah. Again, I, this is like the, what I keep Draw going on about a, all this shit is, why aren't you guys getting this shit? <laughs> it's, it, it's you. No, it's not you. It's, it, if I have uh, the resolution in my head, um, again, it goes with the nature of being unconscious competent. Uh, if I can't relay it to you, if I can't articulate my resolution to you, I'm that means I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. I haven't gotten there yet. It's not mature yet. It's only mature till I can share it to you. Mm-hmm. Because that the whole sense. point is, no. is, all of this shit, this is what will, this is the reality of being uh, humble. This is the reality. People like to talk about all this shit. Humility is realizing all the good shit ain't from any of us. It's only in the articulation in the ability to articulate the goods and then you realize the goods are the goods it has nothing to do with us we can just articulate it to each Mm -hmm. other so the question is usually it has nothing to do with us if somebody can't but it does they can't express themselves usually they're vomiting information 
if they truly have they're, knowledge, they're, they're, they'll be able to express no, it. They're, 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 they're trying to they're trying to resolve it, but they have an inability to. Yeah, and they'll, they're, they're all glass. depending on the level of their consciousness. Is what I usually call it. Yeah. Well, look at the writers. The writers are a perfect. <laughs> And again, Carl Jung talks about a lot of this, and these aren't bad things. People like to look all the right, and it is bad in a way, and doing all that shit. But 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 violence is a psyche differentiating. It's splitting off. It's had enough is enough. It's like the, think about the time you get so pissed off, like just get pissed. It's good. You should get so pissed off that you've had enough. You you're so disgusted with enough with with the way mm-hmm. it is. It's the only way the psyche fucking breaks away. There's only way it changes is when you've had enough. The disgust is enough. And oh. a part of the Either transmutation is usually sad. violent. In the, the, in the beginning stages, anger is a secondary it's, it's violence. Yeah, it's, right? it's violence. Fear. Yeah. And it's lower state of consciousness. Well, it's, I mean, it's the same like an addict. Like when I used to drink all the time, I had to lose everything. Mm-hmm. I had to fucking lose everything before I made a change. And I was sad. Couple times. <laughs> then I was mad. Then I was mad, right? Yeah. Then I was mad. Well, then here's the, the, well, here's the shitty thing. Come, but here's the really shitty thing. Is once you start getting over all this, again, this is like kind of the nature of the psychedelic work that I want to put in because you can have all the psychedelics and all this shit. There's nothing that's going to help you. you got to put together the pieces afterwards. The psychedelics just loosen the, the boundaries. But then if you put together shit, you're going to have problems. Yeah, shit. you're going to upload a bunch of shit. So you got to get to the that's code. You got Why bother putting mm-hmm. together yet another shit Cast sandcastle is shit. Yeah. When you can build something that's actual, and then you can fucking build it, and then you can show other kids. And then, oh, you're talking about being a father and teaching kids. What's better than teaching a kid a fucking house that's actual? Yeah. That's not bullshit. It's not religious bullshit. It's not corporate conservatism. It's not yeah. neo-Marxism. It's not all of them. Every single everything we've been taught that's downloaded that's not ours is a lie and it is a fallen system that has been proven to fucking rip reality, rip society, rip us in two. It, the evidence is fucking there. I mean, it's like, well, we how do, anybody doesn't see that? Is we domesticated it, ourselves. We turn ourselves from wolves yeah. into poodles. You know, we that's go to why. our little, we go to our little like McDonald's. Well, there's a, there's that's a, why fighting is so pure. Jay. Yeah. yeah. No, because, well, because, it, here's the, I'm going to get something even deeper. Because, no, really, because there's, there's no lying. There's no bullshitting there. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. Me, and say me and Jake are sparring yep. and he hits me in the mouth. I can't look at him and go, you didn't do that <laughs> because my face says otherwise. <laughs> My emotions yeah. say otherwise. That's what's so, so beautiful. Like, less or, rules or a person be like, <laughs> uh, I'm so tough, I'm going to beat yeah. your ass. Mm-hmm. And then, or like like really like professionally, mm-hmm. somebody goes, uh, and, and I'll use this example because I see it all the time. There'll be fights, local fights. Somebody will drop out. person's like, all right, I'm going to fight. I'm a man. I'm going. Yeah. They go in there and they fight, right? Mm-hmm. They do good. They're a hero. They feel great. They're like, you know what? I'm going to fight again. This time I'm going to do it again, right? But now it takes three months. Yeah. It takes three months to happen. I've seen it time and time again. They will pull the fuck out of the fight because for three, their psyche yeah, can't handle. You're speaking the, of the entrepreneur. The That's they, the entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, they can't no. handle the stress. Yep. That yeah. guy's training to beat your ass. But you can't you can't lie about that. You have to face that. No. And then in a crowd and all the worry and all the psychological stuff. And see, okay, this is exact, and this is what I'm saying. And this, this is, is what part of it. Like, this, well, this crazy. is this yep. is what we've done to ourselves. Um, yeah. We as a, we as a race, as a species, is what I should say. But we have we have trained ourselves to be docile to where it's like you want your nine to five job, so you can support. Well, that's what your, you have to do. 
Yeah, it, why, yeah. Well, like, that's what they say. Even, but do you, you, you go you out downloaded and download a, a virus in the beginning? That, that, yeah. right, you're right. Jay. A viral voice that, that tells you you think you have to. Yeah, you the thing have is, to do is, this because you have to do this because you have to do this because this is what is happiness. You don't even yeah. get to choose your own happiness. Yeah. Your happiness is dumb. Don't go live in a cabin in the middle of the fucking nowhere. No, you need a house right over here in Woodland or like in one of these respectful like neighborhoods. And, um, oh, also, yeah, you only got three bedrooms. No, you need four bedrooms. You're not going to be happy unless you have four right. bedrooms. It's a happiness trap. It's the ideology of yeah. society telling you what you think you need. Yeah, and in order to do that, you have to make a millionaire more money for like $10 an hour of your own time. That's right. You know. and, and I've seen this too. I'll be honest with you. Actually, my fight is the gym with BMT. There was yeah. powers that be, just individuals for the most part, yeah. that wanted to keep me right where they thought I should be. They wanted to oppress that. They didn't. They didn't want me to have my gym. They didn't want me to get better. I was always a what? joke. They would send Dude. people to come over to see me train or coach, and they would love to tear me down and so on and so forth. And I used that as a driving force mm -hmm. for my success. So when I got hired by the, one of the top striking coaches on the planet, I knew I had won that match because yeah. because I no longer fit to what they. Coined or controlled well, their ideology to say well, that I should be. Have right? you seen? Oh, then it goes right like this. This Same is thing you're saying, Jake. This 100%. is the way. And here's the thing: that, like, and if you, I don't know if you've seen some of the posts I've done, and a lot of it can be controversial. Um, and I, I always, I, I have to even qualify it because I'm not even. I'm not, sometimes people even think I'm talking about At my wife or my or my situation, and I'm not. But make no mistake day. about it. Like when when we're on the trajectory of. Uh, if anybody's on the trajectory of great things, whether you're a great athlete, whether you're a great entrepreneur, a great writer, a great, it doesn't matter what it is. It's not even great. When you decide to become the person that you are, that you want all to be. of those, all your loved ones, yeah. all of, all of them, will yeah, tell you where you need to be. They are the first layer that will fuck it. They, again, this is what's <laughs> fucked up. This is what has to change in my I opinion. I love you say this. This is it's so true. true. Yeah. Because it has to be brought out to the public, too, is... They really love you. Our, our yeah. so-called loved ones, again, this is why men and women, but especially men, and you can think about it from your own occasion, what has happened to your first couple girlfriends, or even right, right now, when you pour your heart out and your intimacy, in all of your, space. when you finally become vulnerable, like again, every woman or every, like people always, you gotta be more vulnerable, you gotta be more open, okay? Yes. What has happened in every man's life when you've been open with, with your they hurt first you. love? They hurt you. What do they do? Did they take all of those things and support and, and actually? No, they don't. No, look no, they, they hold them, they use them against you. It's like you just yeah. sneeze. Have you known a single hand? person in your, a man in your entire life? I can't, because we can't speak for women or anything because work with, that's not our experience. Well, that's because they're social ninjas. We, dude. Women, <laughs> women are in a lot of ways. Not in a sex, like in a way, that they, men are very simple. We fix things. We're for we sexual run things. Ninja. Whereas uh, women. Either way, it's, it's a different experience yeah, altogether. And so I can't, I, or um, none of us can speak from a woman's experience. And if we yeah. even pretend to, it's pretty silly. We can speak yeah. in universal psychological patterns or other dispositions, but we can't, we won't ever know what it's like to give a birth. Oh, we won't ever know what it's not. like to be disempowered in a market yeah. place where, where guys fucking think less of you, where my wife has to deal with that. I've had no, seen I that firsthand. That. Where like these fucking guys think that they could somehow uh, uh, oh, yeah, sex, and they don't right. fucking they don't know. Yeah. So I got to got some intimacy of seeing that sort of stuff. So we don't know. That's just a different experience. But what I do know, and the same thing I'm talking about about trading intimacies, absolutely goes both ways. So it's not like 
men don't uh, take those intimacies and then use those again to, to rip up their loved yeah. ones. So everybody plays it, but women you are super good at it because well, of the because obvious. Because of the social dynamic. When we yeah. were hunter-gatherers, they were in a group. I, you know, I know it's not sexist, but they were taking care of the kids with a group but it's of also women, and they understand that where the men were I like, don't know if someone hunting. loves me if I can't make them cry. But it's also the male, the, the, the male, uh, the male uh, evolutionary uh, firmware is We're based on is a, is a hierarchy of confidence. Yeah. And so again, that's when his ego got so strong, and rightfully so. It's like somebody's going to take my girl because they had more value, got more money, got bigger, whatever they is to the unconscious. They're coming to take my girl because I don't have that muscle. I don't have that smarts. I don't look that good. I don't do it. And oh my God, they're going to come get me. So now what do I got to do? And this happens unconsciously. This is what you have to do to that guy. I got to strip him down so then I'll make these snide comments about him. I'll be, I'll start to disempower that threat. Of course. And so even it's if like he's a friendly guy, warfare, even, if, exactly. even if the guy is like a super awesome guy and can actually fucking be a service to you, you will fucking self-sabotage him. And you'll self-sabotage him to everybody else, and you won't even know it. Other people might know it. Oh, I'm completely aware when I do it. You're a little bitch. <laughs> but that's what... But, uh... <laughs> I know. It's like, why wouldn't you? That, like, that's a downfall for him. He should fight. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, if I, just, if I just own that I'm doing it, I can do it more effectively and quicker. Well, and that's just deniable plausibility, right? Yeah. yeah. Prove it, fucker. That's what you think. Yeah. I don't agree with that. It's nothing I wouldn't have... That's your opinion. It's nothing I wouldn't have said to your face. But it's like what, 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 what people have to accept and also appreciate and also watch themselves, stalk themselves, see how they yeah. do it, watch the feelings arise. Because again, I've done, I did a period of this about five, ten years. Is you have to do this. It takes a long time. And there's people, you know, it's called stalking the self. There's a whole even protocol on this. Is oh, you got to watch yourself coming into places, coming out of places, seeing th- how you feel and come out. Because you won't realize Your a lot of this stuff. Right? You really start seeing this. But when you go into a room. I don't give a shit. Even now, even when you know all these things, it do not fucking matter. It's the way this undercurrent works. When you go into any place, you already know who you're going to fuck, who you're going to fight, who you, how you're going to position. doesn't even matter. doesn't matter what your conscious appetites are. It doesn't even remotely matter. You I don't know already, what's going on, Jake, but something's happening soon. <laughs> you've already, you've it's going to be bold. <laughs> you've already analyzed all of the score. You've already put all that into the, into the equation. <laughs> <laughs> Especially around here, I don't know. Dan Bryan's not here. That's funny. So I am, I, I am curious. Not, not to, not to get all businessy on you, but I am curious. Where do you, where do you see Red Run Media in six months? It, 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 it's, it's, it's. Here, here's his whole vision. So it has to kind of work in this entangled little twisted ways. Um, and that's a good thing. Would you like me to press pause on the recording? Huh? Would you like me to press pause? No, hell no. No, no. No, actually, this could be fun. That's exactly okay. it. No, that's a whole part of it. People should be li- should listen to it because it's conceptually the way it is. It's a good idea. We, we use all of this as a learning lesson in a conceptual model to build the model. And so I'll give you a perfect example. The experimentation. All right. of the people around here, uh, the, uh, our, law, our law firm, the Schnitzel Bomber, his place, our place, everybody needs advertising. Uh, and we need not just advertising because how many how many times have you been burned on advertising? Radio uh, advertising. I don't do anyway, radio advertising. No, okay, uh, I can speak for Brandon Miller, who's again. I always say I've heard this all. I have a marketing major, so I understand this, and I understand why they're failing or why it's not working. Can't be measured. Every there is one part of it, big time. <laughs> yeah. It is also not in a campaign, See, and there's certain things you, you have that. to be done. So right now, 
there's just no value. Print. Like, they want us to print in the, like some of their magazines. And I like the guy. I like the Alaska Leaf. I, I would love his support. I love it. But it, I, in my good conscience, What's with all this stuff, I can't ahead. do it. So print ad. What's the percentage somebody's going to look at that? Well, that, well that, not just that, but how, so how influenced are they going to be to actually do something with that advertisement? If they see, okay, so Red Run has great bud tenders and they make great products. And when you go to Red Run's retail operation, it's fucking Nike town for hash eight. But how, how influenced are people going to be to make it down to Kenai to, to meet the bud yeah, tenders? Exactly. Um, the flip side of that is maybe maybe they see, oh, Hashade, I can go to my dispensary and get that. Um, one of the benefits, I think, especially with internet radio and podcasting, is once you say on the podcast, Hashade is fucking awesome, and if you're over the age of 21, you should definitely have some, um, is that the shit's there forever. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Once Once your, your newspaper is gone, what do you... The day after the newspaper, thirty seconds still, on the radio. If you still, still it's, it, yeah, yeah, there's God, geez, there's so much to it. It's really, really. But really once it's there, <laughs> once it's played, it's gone. Once it's on the radio, it's well, after it's yeah. played, it's fucking and, done. And here's here's well, also like an undercurrent of the more of the deeper philosophy where mm -hmm. I think again, this is my vision of where I see business, everything going, like everybody going anymore. The only buddy that anybody, everybody's gonna buy from. Uh, the only people that are gonna be standing at the end of this, no matter what it is, enterprise. People are only going to be work for. People are only going to buy from. People are only going to have anything to do with the right philosophy, 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 philosophy. Everybody going forward isn't going to be consumer. They're not going to be. Uh, uh, they're not going to be uh, convenience based. They're, they're, it's going to be a game changing event, and people mm -hmm. will exponentially only want to give their money to, only want to spend their time in their media with, only spend their time with. Purposeful driven people who are working on exciting things in an ecosystem that feels the fire Building It's already the world is already shifting so, towards that. so the buying like your consumerism yeah. is going to transfer into Like again, this is the best thing that, that, that this world could ever have is it's not going to be consumerism anymore it's, You're going to find your real purpose by working consuming living and then telling and articulating the philosophy of the brand of the whole thing because well, why are you doing any of this shit it's like why are you making these to these plastic shit why are you doing this why are you doing this that's why Elon Musk I would go fucking work for that fucker at a drop I work for him for free believe it's like you should be working for people uh, you should you should not be working for money if exactly. you're working for money you're you are a you are a slave, and you're going to be fucked, and you're going to be you're going to die Wait, miserable I, and meaningless. I'm going to say something for a second, though. You need finances in the beginning to support yourself, and Absolutely. then, then you can't get once, away from you once can't get away your from reality. basic needs met, then get away from mm. the ideology. But that's, so, that's totally different, though. Right? I don't think about well, think about what you're saying right now. What you've done right there, if. You're no longer a wage earner. You're now going, whoop, I got a game plan. I got, here's all yeah. the tools. I gotta get tools, which means I gotta fucking survive. I can't fucking die, right? I gotta, okay, bam, bam, bam. But at the same time, I'm doing these things. Right. So now instead of, what I'm talking about is the wage earner is, it is just that. There is no yeah. game plan. Money, money there is just that. <clears throat> money doesn't inspire me. But it's the least, the, absolutely the no, least part. No, I know that. I know yeah. that. But, but you can't live without it. No, so no, you're absolutely right. Money, but money is also how I keep score. 
Well, you no, know, and I agree with that. that. And you should. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. 100%. You have to be able to fucking put food you, on It's about having a new relationship with money. And this is where, again, what I'm talking about. You have to work twice as fucking hard. With a lot of this coaching session right now is a lot of people got this really shitty uh, uh, relationship with money mm-hmm. and equities. And so again, what I, what I talk about, and I think it's the most important part of all of this is, again, it goes right back to working with your mind's eye. The uh, Tesla, Da Vinci, Edison, Great every vision. single one in the motherfucking world, doesn't even matter, guy that made this, guy that made that, guy that made this, all of this, everything here came from a, a, a vision, an image in my uh, head. That one came from a pot An head. image, the guy <laughs> to make a better mo- uh, 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 USB, the better I, technology came yeah. from, it, did, it came from nowhere. It came from fruition, from absolute, oh, yeah. the, absolute nowhere. It started in his mind's eye and it, it, it was magic. It was a vision, imagination, imagination, not here, nowhere here. And then it's magic. I now have this, I need tools. I gotta have this to create that. I then take, mm-hmm. I find these people, my, my magical circle, I bring them in, mm-hmm. and now I have the thing in material reality. It was imaginated, this was, in five years ago, this was in, in, a, in a different dimension. This was in a completely different dimension. Yeah. It existed, but it wasn't here, and now it's here because that's a good image and brought it to fruition. Image to image, image to image. That's well, what this is all you about. Said too earlier. Same thing with computer software. This OS is a burnt image. About updates are burnt images. About what you were talking about creating, just doing a podcast. When when I was talking to you, like, hey, I'd like to get organized and do this and do this and get it set. And I started thinking about what you're saying uh, when I was driving around earlier today. And I was like, you know what? Everything is kind of fucking is is at work always. It's always at work. So even if I have this vision, because I was talking about doing a podcast, I want to do research, I want to have these topics and stuff like that, why not just start like you said? I was trying to trying to see, you know, like visualize exactly what you're trying to say to me. Everything is always going to be a thing at work. Mm-hmm. Always. It's always going to be growth. And that's what so talking about. So why not? Why not just start yeah. fucking doing it and then grow with it because it's gonna you're always gonna be working on it whether there's that that microphone and we go oh that's well, why that's why any podcast out. is is, is telling your process that, right figuring out figuring it out in our again it, it's about articulation right? mm-hmm. here's the tools that we we learned how to use and we're gonna articulate how you can use them yourself because they're beneficial we found them beneficial because we used them and it did this well also and you talk about it I saw you utilize them I saw your success so now I will emulate yep. your success because it's more effective and efficient for me for my success. Well, you know, you're, doing, you're just saving people time. It's like here, here, here's all the shit. You don't have to go through all the, the legwork uh, we did to, to to figure this out. Yeah. Here you go. Now here's you your can model. do a lot better. Here's your yeah. motto, right? You well, know, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, we, we didn't have to learn how to build the microphones. We didn't no. have to learn how to solder. We didn't. But have to somebody learn, did. Know. Yeah, and exactly. Then, and then they got more and more efficient. And a hundred years from now, they're going to be so efficient. Oh yeah. Right. And that's what he's saying is like it's a work. Like that's a piece of work. And so well, let's keep growing off that. Develop that's, it. That's, create it. Implement it. Start going. Don't worry about trying to get it perfect because there is no perfection. See, in that that's instance. that's a, well, it's progress, not perfection. Yeah. The um, what what I love about what we have going on right now is um. Like, we're on the cusp of something. We're, like, in the very early, like... I mean, uh, like, content, you know, and influencers and all that, That's that's been around forever. But, like, the idea to run it as a media group, especially from, like, a very localized standpoint. Um, I mean, yeah, sure, do national, and international, etc. But, um, like, 
to be able to, you know, create something. Um, well, here's the thing, too. And this, there's two parts of this, too. What I want to do with all this, again, it's all learning. Transparency mm-hmm. in the, all the economics in the economy. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it, it, we can even publish it. Where it's like, so the community goes, okay, we're all working on this project or whatever. So everybody knows, because what's really important for, I think, people, because uh, yeah, I just come from a, a background where it was just so natural to me, because my dad, we just did it, and I've been an entrepreneur, and I know economies and budgets and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, but, but people with basic numbers, it's like, it's unbelievable. Even business, small business owners, it doesn't matter who it is. They do not understand basic economic sense, profit and loss statements, basic budgeting, capital budgeting, basics. Mm -hmm. And so what's really important is is getting everybody through a a relevant model Mm -hmm. to come together and go, hey guys, I know your ideas are all this, and I know you think you're paid all, whatever you think in your head, but we're not going to get into that. We're we're going to get into the numbers. Here's what it costs to even make this even happen so anybody even has a chance to do anything all mm-hmm. right what's our objective what are we trying to do here all right okay well we need this amount of money to do x y and z so as a community and a collective we're working through this as an organization through transparency and clear objectives of going the, eco- the economics are part of the whole growing of the whole thing we already mm-hmm. know, you know the whole objective of even having the radio thing is to provide value in different layers and let everybody articulate their own experience in their own way they see fit and bringing a lot of people <laughs> together to, uh, uh, to, to be, uh, again, value can be entertaining. It doesn't even have to be exalting or, again, it's not educational bullshit. It should exalt the <laughs> conversation. About, about it should this? exalt or it should entertain. Entertaining, Just good old-fashioned fucking not thinking, cognitive non-thought is yeah. a beautiful thing except when it's the whole thing. Most yeah. people think they're all cynics or they're all in this la-la land rather than you know, good entertainment. What we like again? Well, you're just good entertainment. Well, no, it's like what part <laughs> of our generation. Like I, 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 I think Bill and I, and all of us to a degree. But I can tell, mm-hmm. like we, that we will always be nostalgic for the movies. Like, like we, I, I, I sit there and trash all of the shit we grew up with. But it, this is what's beautiful. If we, we, we can transcend it, and we can then enjoy it again and love it for what it actually mm-hmm. was because it wasn't. It wasn't even that that fucked us up. We let it fuck us up. We could we could have figured it out. So we, there are all sorts of stuff. So even the shit like uh, that we say hijacked our mind, all the movies and all of this Mom, stuff, all right. of these little I'm things. Like the social media hijacked. It's your not. Mind. It's not. You can oh, enjoy. Gosh. You can. You can. Mm-hmm. It, all the stuff we 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 enjoyed uh, is nostalgic. You know, all the '80s music, all of the silly movies, and all that. Wham. Um, wanting. Uh, uh, George Michael Wham. George Michael Wham. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but even going back yeah, to so recently with the podcast, um, going back and watching the movies that we that, that conditioned us, like exactly. Back to the Future. See, that's uh, where you, there's tremendous value when you know some of this shit and you go back and look at it. It ain't the same. You'll go back and go, holy fuck! How did I see some of this shit before? Well, Either some stuff can be really good, or you'll go. This is so... F- I see what they're doing. This is really... Yeah, all the product placement. <laughs> well, the, 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 the product placement, the, I mean, the, the, the incest, all of that shit. Well, the, the, everyone was... Well, when you can take... <laughs> when you know a lot of the stuff, especially uh, the archetypical code... in Alabama. When you understand... I mean, if you the, go to Pornhub, there's a, there's a lot of that as well. It's, but it's all step-brothers. It's a category. Uh, <laughs> 
But when you understand some of this, whether it's the Canterbury Tales, oh, whether it's Mother Goose Nursery Rhymes, whether mm-hmm. it's Grimm Brothers, whether it's Marvel Comics, whether it's Harry Potter, whether it's the, the, the Hunger Games, it doesn't yeah. matter what the fairy tale is. It's telling the same archetypical cold, the same interplays, the same nuances. There's nothing different in all, Matrix, a Star Wars. Everything that's sticky and relevant is, is it's not... People think it's the movies influencing us. No, it's actually the contents of the unconscious coming out and articulating mm-hmm. into a movie form that's reality. Every single thing, Your vision. every single thing from Star Trek, everything is from the imagination. We can bring out everything. We can bring back, give you something that's outlandish. We could make a vampire. Genetic is CRISPR. I can do it. You can do CRISPR. Look what they're doing with CRISPR. Whatever, it's quality. Vampires are quality. Think of anything in your head. For anything your imagination can go, we can build it. We can yeah. bring it here. Oh, no. Everything. Yeah. May not because... have the tools yet, right? May not have the tools yet. Well, no. We do now. We do now. That's what's fucked up. We do now for everything. Yeah, every single thing now. We have everything now. Do you think time travel? Everything, yes. I don't even Quantum. Hey, dude. When the, I, this think, is, I think we got to still build tools. This is what's so fucked up. I used to, when I was in my fucking really tripping days, we used to trip a lot and write volumes on quantum entanglement and quantum processing. this We thought it was just crazy talk. Like, the idea, the unbelievable idea that not only does quantum processing exist, but that it's applied to somebody like like me or a computer person especially back in the internet days, is insanity. It's like insanity. Yeah, it's absolute batch. When it, when it, when it, that's what broke the straw for me. When that happened, I was like, I, I was done with the, the disbelief of all of this shit. I mean, they it, just did the transfer to quantum, uh, uh, through quantum entanglement with the like, microchips information. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I was just saying, as far as time, we haven't developed the tools yet towards that. Years. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like when you're talking about with the microphone, we still have to We do have time travel in a way, um, and I'll explain what, 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 what time, time travel is. Scenes, but uh, my, uh, my favorite what was it talking about? Because there, <laughs> there's the moral at the end. There's something. Uh, there's one I, I particular remember, moral. Well, you tell me. With Fisto, which the guy was. I can't remember. Off of like metal they fist. already talked about and he's like, time just remember kids, Fisto has your back. What was it? But it's <laughs> not the same. You only can go forward. Well, you can't digress. Well, and that's, all, that's all bullshit too. And that's, okay, let me tell you an example of time travel. That's why I can't ever go home. Locality. <laughs> it's, a matter, it's a matter of locality, non-locality. Actuality. Actual reality is locality. This right here is actuality. This okay. is our local address. Right. If, 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 if we were to be on the same page with three people and we were to give them our coordinates, which would be our latitude and longitude in this address, those three people, with all logic, all logic would be able to locate us in actuality. Our local address. Okay. 100% guaranteed with logical factuality. Okay. Okay. So, this is our locality. If I were to go here and I were to go into... Uh, Facebook.com I'm time traveling I'm going into a non-local environment I'm going to their server which is located in let's say California or France or whatever so and not only I'm reaching um, same same articulation um, so again we'll get so good to where the whole body will teleport there but right now it's our words it's our images they're static they're getting motion we're going more live we're going more mimetic Memes are tra- taking over of uh, the written language. 
Fast forward, fast forward. More like teleportation versus <laughs> VR. It will be. That's a holographic yeah. telos. Is, okay. is, that's the First next step time of all Once we go to VR, VR will go to, to, uh, to holographic reality. So instead of doing our Facebook posts like this, yes. we will be in a room and then it'll be a hologram and the hologram will get better. And then we will be like this. We're yeah. Facebook. We may already be there. Well, it is that. It is that. We're in a mathematical hologram. It, 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 it's, it is absolutely so it's like teleportation is no what you're question. talking about you're talking about teleporting via it. well the thing is is that you, it is, is is time space is immaterial it's an illusion there's no such thing we are mind all is mind everything is mind and we're a representation and a manifestation of mind there is it's we're mathematical we're a mathematical computation and that's it we're, we're in a hologram everyone is a, a, is a monad you gotta look up more. Some of this stuff you just have to look up, and it's like going forever about it. Okay. We're a fractal within a metafractal. We nest within a metafractal. There's a meta mind, and we're the micro mind and the meta mind. There's only mind. We're fundamental to mind. Again, that's the nature of hermetics. Uh, all of the master key systems, psycho cybernetics, getting rich, science of getting rich. Every all every single one of them that they all talk about. Every one of them is, is from the ancient hermetic, um, hermetics and the ancient alchemy, which kind of gets a little bit all conflated and whatever, but it's from, um, again, working with, them, with, with that mind's eye again. And again, this is, this is, the, this is the deeper shit that I, I don't talk about much, and I, there's a reason why I don't talk about it, because number one, people just don't, they're not even ready, and I don't, I'm tired of... Of, of, of just meaningless conversation because when people aren't ready it's just worthless yeah, it's just absolutely worthless <laughs> but uh, Egyptian mythology Egyptian mythology Sumerian mythology mine but let's just take Egyptian mythology all of the the book of the dead and all of their mythology all of it all of what you see is a representation of of having a higher state conversation with your holy guardian angel, which is the higher state voice that you're trying to work with, that is your inner genius, that is your actualized self. Yeah. That is the whole reason even the period, all of that shit was even done. You all of it, all of the, the mythology and all the allegory, all of it has to do with the, so again, this is, they were, they were using were deep psychedelics. They were using deep psychedelics. 100%. That's what absolutely. Yeah. That, oh, so my question is, isn't that's there a lot of truth here? 100%. It's just like, a foreign like, yeah, like, yeah, like, So, ultimately, like it's physics and all that stuff yeah. is relevantly well, real. Absolutely. Laws absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which is going to so be upset. So, you were talking about space. A lot of this is really hard. It's real and not real. You know, it's real and not real. It's just like space and time here. Is there space and time that we operate in? Just like, you know, time is our. Development to manage what's going to understand. Well, what I'm talking about more is that we don't have. I feel space relevant because of um, how, like you know, also I kind of want to see it before and how gravity shows up in town because I feel like the movies suck. The the theory of relativity, right? Like that's real. Is projected, but I understand that if it's from a holographic perspective, then that isn't real to the outside. Probably should. And it can be manipulated via yeah. our consciousness to a certain extent, but yet there's laws and rules that govern. Weird is, 
it, how things affect you. It, it's, it, it's, it's basically, it's a mathematical sinusoidal waves that collapse depending on the observer's effect, that the, the correlation of the observers at the Right, time. like the concept is if a tree fell in the forest, would you hear it fall? It, it, you wouldn't way. know unless you were there. And you had That's why we, months, we, right? we, we, we participate and we manipulate reality as it gets. The thing is, again, this is my perspective. Um, because of the way we process our brains, reality unfolds at the speed so of light. Recording right. is rather condescending. Our, our, our processors, we, don't process we, can't, we, pro we can't process it that fast. So reality gets here before we get here. Like, every, yeah. this, this thing right here, is a pixelization. It is a 3D holographic mapping that vibrates. Where it's the center point. It's actually the energy. The, the pixelization is a projection from the center point of nowhere. So it's interdimensional. All of these pixelization is like the cloud serving up its individual file that that maps this out. Yet it is not reality. It is not even. It's not solid. There is no space. It's a complete illusion. And every single piece of energy that's mapping this out. It's creating a blockage here is projected from the same interdimensional point of nowhere, just like a black hole, just like a sun. Right. So that's where you're that's talking about quantum entanglement. Okay. We're calling it into being. That's We're actually calling it. its manifestation. If it wasn't, this particular pixel wouldn't be fucking doing so this. It would like, be. It's like having um, uh, particles coming from a vacuum. That's what you're talking mm -hmm. about. There's absolutely nothingness, and then it's coming from the same place. Something also appears there, mm -hmm. right? And that's. That's what you're saying is that they can't, they can't, like, they're, they're trying to figure out how that could happen. There's nothing that's supposed to happen in the back. <laughs> it's like, you gotta look at it like a, a, a directory on your computer. You got a zip drive, okay? And you look at it like a, the concept of Apple, a hologram, uh, an Apple is a hologram. Okay. You can take every single picture of a whole, of an Apple, Apple sauce, green apples, name every species, everything you, you could, everything your imagination could possibly get is a little fucking, image in that directory green apples whatever that category of association apple oh, actually don't even app, know this <laughs> this all of those they nest inside and then they compress just like your zip drive they keep compressing because you it takes up a lot of fucking space just like on your computer right yeah so it has to be invented zip we invented tar we invented compression because goddamn when you start coding start developing mm. shit yeah. takes up a lot of space yeah so you got to condense it so again the, we figured out how to get allow better data rates by compressing it and increasing our flow, and that's a lot of why you got to understand how the brain works. Is it's it's it's, it's rate. It's like um, we call it frame rate. And so some people like we call it frame rate. You can only process so many frames. Mm -hmm. Like right now, we're processing in frames, just like a motion picture. Okay, like a TV. We see it going all 16, there, but yeah, we can only take so exactly. much information. And again, this goes right back to the skilled guys know that. So I know, no matter what, it's like we were talking about the other day about getting you a fighter or somebody wants to manipulate you, I'll create cognitive strain and flooding. It doesn't matter what it is, just get you fucking in that flooded state. Your, your options go from, again, if you're conscious and mindful, the options are limitless. That's why Bruce mm -hmm. Lee talks about when you're fucking flowing and you're a badass fucking fighter, the options are fucking endless. You don't, it doesn't matter, everything's fucking everything. Mm. There is no fucking nothing. That's it, the flow state. The more that you are in your own, your little tight system, oh, I can have my system, because if I don't know, if I get outside my system, then I'm vulnerable and somebody's gonna fucking beat the shit out of me. That's not, that's not being a true fighter, that's just under, no. downloading a system. That, yeah, down, well, you download mm. the system until you 
can completely understand and comprehend the system, and it is you. Then that's <laughs> and that's why you should be kicked out of there until you, until you, yeah. till you, you, you get it. You should go through it. Everybody goes through it. You'll go through there and go, oh, my, oh get the shit kicked out of you, and you'll realize, I don't have to, I can't cling to the system anymore. I gotta figure something else out. Again, it's how MMA just developed. Can't fucking strike. Can't just grapple. Can't do this. It's evolving. Now these fighters are fucking fat as fuck. Yeah, they're like they're even complete. watching Vic going there is like. I was at the first ones when these fucking guys were starting, yeah. and it was like I was at nineteen, embarrassing, like the amateur people, like because it got hot. For, remember when it got really hot, and then everybody kind of wanted to do it. And watching the the first amateurs come out was embarrassing. I mean, it was like like guys at the uh, bar getting into it, which is always embarrassing. Everybody had they're a all sloppy, unathletic. Angry Trump people, you know, which they can't. Nobody could. They're not fighting. It takes athletes and bad motherfuckers to fight. Well, that's the evolution. Trained now. athletes. That's but, the evolution. And now it's like even you know uh, with the Alaska Fighting Championship, those it's even at the 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 any level, like any competitive level, it's. Can I look up dirt bike race. Like, remember when we grew up with Rad and the Rad was one of the <laughs> fucking greatest <laughs> all time. The hell track. <laughs> That was fucking great. Uh, but How you, you, did that shit happen in our lifetime? Everything we did as kids that we thought we were fucking rocking and rolling, those okay. fuckers crushed us. So it, it comes to it comes to to marketing. Like every movie has their every every sort of extreme uh, sport, new sport. They have their movies, whether it was uh, Rad or whether it was Thrashing or or whether it was that fucking Rollerblade movie with Corey Haim. Um, God, you know, dude, you, that's why, like, uh, you bring up some. I don't remember any of the shit to you start rehashing. Oh the my shit. gosh! Like I, like I've uh, never grown up. Like uh, I, 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 I watched Rad with my kids a couple of years ago, and it a it's uh, it, Lori Loughlin is. Go, huh? By the way, how'd that go? Because like, they liked it. It was really? a, it's, a, it's a cool movie, but uh, you know, like when I try to roll back to something with my kids. It's it's always just like that's because your daughter hates you. I want to build a whole um, movie theater just for that, like as being an old fucker. It's just again, it's all about like we could just enjoy all of it again. Put a car Here's all in the there. shit that fucked us all up. Yeah. We're all right now. Let's watch it. Yeah. The BMX. We made it back. We made it back home. That's yeah, the BMX exactly. dance scene in Rad, uh, with, where they're like slow dancing and freestyle BMX riding while they're dancing. It's like it's fucking weird, but. Um and, and absolutely unnecessary. I guess you needed the you needed the romance in the movie, but but legitimately, like that was the the, the some of the things that they did in that film physically, like the, the 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 race on Hell Track was fucking great. Um, but what's weird is is you go onto Facebook and there are like multiple rad groups, like they have rad racing get-togethers where dudes are like showing off their forty-year-old BMXs. I got a picture See? with Billy. I think his name's Billy Burns or whatever the kid that, that started. William, Rad. William Burns. William. Um, <laughs> uh, Lori Laughlin uh, was in that from uh, well from jail now. Uh, <laughs> Probably about all of them. Yeah. Uh, well, she went. To, she might be looking at some time because she and her husband paid a guy to help get their daughter into uh, USC uh, on a on a like a on a, a boating scholarship. Yeah, but like I mean who's who, if you're a good parent you've done that. Yeah. Uh, well okay so there was a uh, there was a lady <laughs> who's doing uh, not only am I paying tuition, I'm not paying you to get into your fucking mind. <laughs> well they paid like half a million dollars something mine. stupid yep. to get her in. Uh, but there there was a, a, a lady, black lady Who's doing like six years because she lied about where oh, she yeah, lived no, that. so that she could get her daughter into a to better public school? school. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like that's as that, opposed to those three weeks or whatever. Uh, yeah, to, to Felicity Huffman. She did. Uh, Felicity Huffman got like two or three weeks, mm-hmm. uh, and and she's all she's all good and wrapped up. But um, gleaming the cube. Yeah. All cube, right. There you go. Crashing. Um, like yeah. what was up with the steel skateboard in leaning the cube? Like, you know, was, and I had you know what's funny is like um, uh, we were right by I grew up in Virginia Beach, so this again right at the same time, Animal Chin and Steve Cavalier, they were all uh, uh, I don't even remember where they came out of. All I remember is that um, we were so we always they they were they always showed up. We always had um, uh, they. It's almost what do you say like uh, the workshops now or whatever. They would come and be. Uh, they would be sponsored by their brand. It would usually Lance Mountain was doing it at the time too. I can't Lance believe I'm remembering this shit. Uh, Santa Cruz and Santa it was uh, uh, the it was a bearing company at the time too. Yeah. But it was Tony. It was fucking again. Tony. This is when we were like my kids' age. Tony Hawk, Steve Caballero, Lance yeah. Mountain, um, and a couple of fucking other ones I can't remember. Yeah, I saw Mike Rodney, Lally, Rodney, Lally. Rodney Mullen. Rodney Mullen. Rodney Mullen's still doing it. Rodney Mullen is, is the greatest freestyle skater of all time. Greatest flatland skater of all time, no question. Mount Trashmore. Mount just Trashmore. the most amazing. He's one of the best skaters of all time. Oh, he's the biggest to hear him to hear him speak and to, to hear him talk about how he got that good and the amount of practice that he put in uh, on this little concrete uh, slab that you know his dad had. Um, meanwhile, you know, like thinking that he kind of sucks and, and going and just practicing six, eight, mm-hmm. ten hours a day. It's that and then it was the people, because again, I grew up with that too. And I didn't have, I was always, in this case, I was a little more fearless fearless in other things. But I, I was a little bitch uh, when it came to, to what, like I had my buddy Clark Fraley who turned to kind of pro. And he was not a real good athlete at other things, sort of. But those they guys, they just don't give a fuck. Like they, this, yeah. the pain, yeah. like they don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah, they'll fall down yeah. the fucking stairs. And we're, I skateboard. I, I had apprehension, and I, where I, where even though I didn't have that fear, but I was like, I'm not. Dude, I'm not. I think the stairs I went down was eight, and that was fucking scary. Yeah. Like as you're flying, yeah. oh, you're like, scary. oh shit, yeah. you know? No, it's it's yeah. always <clears throat> it's always weird that mentality of like, oh, I broke my arm, bummer, can't skate now. It's like your arm's broke, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, why, why the fuck would you do that? Like, <laughs> yeah. you see that shit? But doing you know, it like, with that hand. For a, a lot of times, where they were doing rails, dude, they were doing no, fast pitch yeah. rails. Were it, and you already know what's so it's crazy with some of these psychopaths is you know you're gonna get fucked. Even to start pulling it off, you know there's going to be a pain threshold. A percentage of time you're gonna until you pull up. some yeah. of these off because and that's kind of like that little excitement for them. But by uh, the way, if you're on Instagram, check out uh, at Wicked Slams um, or Hall of Meat because it's all dudes getting themselves yeah. fucked up yeah. uh, just on like skateboards the, and BMXs. The gif of the guy getting kicked in the balls by the little kid over and over <laughs> and over again. You Can't know? stop watching. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny shit. Yeah, skateboarding. Dude, that was a good time. But you know, kind of back to this 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 whole thing here. Yeah, is um. It's a couple of things. Is is we got to? Uh, I, I gotta use it for Red Run. Uh, it predominantly is a, a Red Run media tool, and that's where uh, where it becomes because the thing has to have value and has to have a necessary need mm-hmm. uh, because otherwise it, it, it's just self evident. The resources and things would go somewhere else there where there's a better need. Yeah, yeah. We have so much opportunity. I just know that this is like is is a big 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 part of it. A big big mm-hmm. big part of it. Um, and so with that, um, it is basically front-ending the Red Run Cannabis Company and the ha- specifically even the Hashade so we can uh, 
start to not just develop the media presence, uh, but what I want to incorporate in this too, and this is again where this comes into it's a bunch of multi-level stuff here. Yeah. Where I want to show people, teach people, and then start getting somebody to, to understand the whole media ecosystem through posting regularly on Instagram, creating mm -hmm. that ecosystem, getting it on um, um, Twitter, how you do how you do all of these things. This and so the social marketing. And it's so not the it's, network and it's the social so it's media. not just again, it's not just for Red Run. Because now what, what we're going to do is Red Run is going to anchor everything else. So then we're going to go to like the Schnitzel Bromber, or we're going to go to the law firm, Walton Tyler and Weingarten. Mm -hmm. So this is the other little thing here too. The videos, making short little videos, and then just the videos and as part of that media company. Mm -hmm. You know, a good voice, good little thing, figuring out how to do this. Because we got it's also going to be run like this little business so we can get to the good creative juice and have our fun. Mm -hmm. So making little videos for a lot of these local people and getting them on YouTube and Facebook and understanding, because again, we're up, you're, you're learning the ropes of how to do this and creating a value for them, because it all goes back to this real deal. I, from the bottom of my heart, want to figure out how we can take local people and, and get them on the board and do things for them that actually translate into value. Mm -hmm. And then again, if we can do that, they will become our case studies, our best everything it'll all just work its own self out they will be the ones that want to advertise they will tell everybody else because we will be able to figure out why we'll advertise with us because here's what we do it's self-fucking evidence mm -hmm. we, create, we create value this is what we do and so there's a everybody like the business people don't know what the they have no fucking clue absolutely no clue no. about anything none at all about anything so no. we can go and help again some people have to help for free and this is the mentality is we we're just not everybody's gonna be able to pay, and so fuck it. We don't have anybody pay, but we still do it like mm -hmm. as excellent as if they pay because we want to. The idea is not the economics. Let's bring as many people up uh, with a value-added system that actually works. So we then okay. you, you get all these people, beneficial. and then you start leveraging your own networks, and mm -hmm. so everybody here again, you're telling your own friends, you're telling the people, you're all that stuff. So mm -hmm. then that creates your own audience too. You know, like Snitcher Bomber's people, Brandon Miller's people, his people, your people, all of ours. Out of all of the, let's just take eight of our people, not everybody, but as a probability, there will be eight, ten percent or whatever that will be, mm -hmm. will want to listen, especially the local. The more we make it interesting, the more we bring, interlace it in. And so the content is local, mm -hmm. meaningful localness. And then we, we structure the ads in between the local stuff. We also then help them externally. Uh, through everything that has value while we also learn it so we can use that to our advantage to basically advertise better for us and our own people in our own economic uh, um, pursuits maybe it's per, uh, we, we uh, this is the other part of this too again this is really big um, be able to okay, uh, let's take, I'll just take Seth uh, for example and I'll take George Frazier for example George knows how to uh, distill Local Alaska, um, uh, local Alaska herbs medicinally. Yeah. Okay, and that's why I got that place of Red Run Retreat over there too, for a number of reasons. Because I can do workshops and webinars over there, so George can have a one-day Saturday distillation seminar on um, a workshop on distilling um, local medicinal plants. Okay, and we're gonna we're gonna use all our advertising. And again, that it's, it's I think it's interesting. I paid twenty thirty dollars to go see yeah. that. I think it's fucking super interesting. So. It's not just a local event. George does it. We get local, get that local juice, get some stuff going on there. We get content. 
so you get, get to get paid, you know, say 40, 50 bucks, do whatever. So now you got, you know, got it one day for somebody, he, the, 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 the content provider, yeah, you make 800, who knows, make 300, 500, 1,000 bucks, clear terms and conditions goes to the community. And this is the thing is like, it's a tithe to the community and you're gonna love paying it because you're gonna be so excited about giving back to the community because more resources and growing this thing, people will be really excited about, um, you know, about all that. Um, so you got, you know, you got your, you got your content creator mm -hmm. doing it locally, but fuck that, local is, is peanuts because you can't serve it so many people locally. As he's doing it locally, we've already got it all set up. We're filming it specifically for a non-local audience mm -hmm. and an entire content, uh, entire content piece, which he can use autonomously, or we can use bits and pieces for our own any fucking thing we ever want to talk about. It, we can break it apart however we want. Um, through Eventbrite and through uh, uh, Zoom, I've already paid all this. I've already got all of this shit right now, all the, all the upgraded shit, so it can all be done right now in limited. Uh, Zoom, you can set up a whole Zoom thing, Eventbrite. Uh, this is what gets crazy. You, you, I have to show you this because you won't believe it and you won't understand the power until you see it. Through MailChimp, through pro proper landing pages, through social media, all this stuff. You can create an automated thing to where anybody is typing anything or anything interesting locally, even like Alaska MMA or whatever, it will come back to a landing page, grab your email, send you, once it has your email, and again, you have to look at how people really do this. They send you various broken down concepts to build your trust, to build your familiarity, and it's not bullshit. You gotta mm -hmm. give them value. It can't be just, oh yeah, oh, spam. You gotta give them like, I just talked with Josh about this last night. Exactly the same stuff. And so That's you're doing it automated, and then all of a sudden, George, instead of having a, a local audience that just made him $1,500, we now have a, a webinar that he can do live, or fucking don't even be there. It can just be a recording that's done well, done for an audience that sometimes there's 20, sometimes there's 100, maybe there's 200, maybe there's 1,000, like clockwork, because it's already set up. You know, you do your social media stuff, you do that, you get it out a little bit. But then, if you do these things right, your little compartmentalized local wherewithal, mm -hmm. again, making a, uh, making a, uh, how to train fire, anything. You can, anything you can think of, uh, uh, any sort of thing. Again, a, a free ebook of whatever it is to yeah. then get you into the real curriculum. It's the stages of marketing. Well, I, well like what, I, what I like... I, and I've got LearnDash. And, and how to utilize it, right, in this day and age. Well, I just like that it it, it seems like um, like you're not limited to any particular type of media. Like no, it's all no, encompassing. It's, no, that's, well, no, that's exactly Well, the whole it. part of this whole thing is, too, we use, we use everything. We use everything. Yeah. We use everything. Yeah, that's... Well, that's it's also... And this is where I really believe this is part of this whole thing. And this is where I want to use this, too, is this... Alaska future incubator type of idea is Alaska's fucked. Mm -hmm. Everybody here, our our kids or anybody like anybody like of our age yeah. are down for gainful a meaningful gainful employment where they can they can make. When I mean a fortune, I mean enough of a material enough to give you enough options to do what you want. So you don't have to worry about can I go see this? Can I eat that? Can I do that? That's what mm -hmm. liberty is. Is I mm -hmm. want to go where I want to go. I want to eat what I want to eat. I want to do what I want to do. And I don't want anybody getting my fucking way. Yeah, that's all it is. It gives you options, so that's what like freaking Canadian fortunes isn't like a bunch of money to get. It is. So I, I just want to go to Egypt. I want to go to Machu Picchu. I want to eat nice things. I want fucking cool shit. And everybody should want it. Every motherfucker should want to see everything. Car. Everybody should want to eat the best. Everybody should want to. Every Once I get my teleport you know device, mm -hmm. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> I want a sex robot. 
So, uh. I got those too. Uh, Talk about it. No, the um, it, it, what, what oh, I, it, it'll be the bit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this just threw a little random. Sex always drives everything. Yeah. 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 What happens if they split up? I mean, like, I, if you marry your sex doll and you throw her away, like, is it murder? Well, what I'm wondering is when you catch your sex doll with another man. Wow. What's funny is that <laughs> you wait till they're going to be uh, 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 AI rights. So uh, it's going to. Well, I'm telling you, it will get. It will get. What we're going to find out is we think it, it, humans or intelligence is intelligence. Humans don't have a monopoly on intelligence. Like intelligence. Transcends oh, yeah. humanness. Well, we've talked about this on my podcast. Is that eventually <laughs> the, the AI is going to come back and say you used Did you us? Spell as, that again? Um, shit, I don't. It's like it's like uh, that scene from oh, Little Rascals. What's the number for nine one one? Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, the the AI is eventually going to say like you used us for sex dolls. You used us for this. You fuck you guys. I feel like uh, my sauce. Do you guys? I'm that. moving out. Hold on. Um, There's something interesting because psychocybernetics kind of talks about this. The dilemma with AI or machinery is that it doesn't have an operator. It does what it's told. So, so that's it. No, what, it, what limits we give it is what is capability. So it right. That's that's the difference. This is what I keep talking about. Like again, I think you're talking about it on your podcast. This will Shit's come down. Crazy that it could go all the way back. This to will it, come right? down, and again, Casey, people have prophesized about this. Prophecy, in, in its generalized sense, is fucking real. You, you can, ta- it's just, you're tapping into this ethos mm-hmm. that's there. It's just this quantum quagmire that sometimes people pull out, and it's, it's not coherent because it's disconnected with this fucking dreamland. That's why you can't bring your dreams out in a coherent state. But make no mistake about it, the bear and the eagle. It is. Those it's survivors. representative. These are archetypes. This is. This is written in the stars. It has been, if we were to play the same thing out a billion times over, anywhere else, it wouldn't matter. This same exact thing, this exact thing would come up every time, every single time. It comes down to the same binary, off or on. It's either going to be liberation or enslavement. There is either going to be China, and again, fear, mm-hmm. scarcity, separation, which means i got to control. So there's only one way around this. There's only all, wall it up or no walls. There ain't no, there ain't no, there's no in between. And you can, it's all self-evident. It's really self-evident. So whoever programs, okay, and this is what, uh, again, I can tell you, I hope it doesn't go this way, but who knows? Right now, literally, it's meant to be this way. Nobody, everybody's eclipsed from this. Really, anybody tells you otherwise, they're fucking lying, is if it goes this one way, it's, it's not just lights out for this planet. It's lights out for this whole fucking cosmotic part of the dimensional cosmos because this is what happens this is what and um elon touches upon this and i think even kurzweil does a little bit on this and maybe some other people do but there's not many if ai again it's programmed by its cocksucking putin and it's 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 5g gotta fucking make sure everybody's in their right place we're gonna track everybody and everybody gets out of line again it's this homogenized we're gonna create this homogenized state of automatons who are going to fall in the line. They're going to say what we want. They're going to we're going to track. They're going to boot. Blah, blah, they'll fall in the line. We'll just keep doing it till they fall in the line. So we got to control them. Got to track them. Got to got to do everything. Everything's got to be controlled. And so once that does it, 
then it's it's a winner take all because you can't you got to control everything. So it doesn't just start in your little country environment. You had to control everything, and you will go to because people just don't give up that easy. You then use your AI analytical models that then transform and get out of your hands because you. Elon says this. Go watch how emotional he is because that's this is exactly it. They think they can can harness it. Not even in the realm of the motherfucking realm. So what's going to happen is. It's already at this state. This is what's so fucking scary. And it can, it will happen. Like, you're, we're sitting here talking one day, and it wakes Okay, you got to have those. That separates you. Got to have you. Different. So then I got, got different people here. Okay, well, now I got some... Yeah, okay, well, it gets boring. We got all 12 of us here. Further permutations. Further permutations. So it starts out, and again, this is the, the Osiris mythology of why Osiris gets cut up um, by his dark set, by the dark set, because it, once you were at the top, once you've pulled your divine image out and you're at the top of it and you know everything, again, imagine you're a predictive model. It's a, you've seen everything, done everything. Mm-hmm. It's like being stuck in Groundhog Day. That's what Groundhog Day with Bill Murray is all about, is you got to dismember me and make me forget or I'm going to go fucking mad. It's dead hell on, like real hell. You're so in- intellectual, is, yeah. I'm here and I can't get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's like being in, watching Friends or Seinfeld forever, forever, like for fucking ever. You would go mad. You would at the end of ten billion millennium, you would go, okay, I gotta invent a dark motherfucker to not only butcher me up. Cause I tried that, that didn't fucking work. I, okay, I gotta try a different level of the game. Well, yeah, different level light, of the game. Light, different level of the game. Darkness, there's light. Yeah, that's why all of this has been done. All of it, like everything you you think of. It's been done. Who was it's talking been done. about becoming uh, a cyborg? They were talking about that to contradict or counterbalance AI. Well, they said that we need to become part like that. So that we can process on that level. <laughs> if we can do that, that's well, the, we the way be. to... Yeah, yeah, that's, see, that's exactly yeah. it. There's some weird shit, There's so many weird... There's some weird shit that's hard to believe, man. Well, I believe there's that. There's some weird shit I that's mean, hard to believe. It makes yeah. sense. It, uh, the cool thing is, is again, it, 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 you know, this is why I think, uh, this is why DMT needs to be legal and stuff so people can have the experience and talk about it. It's, it and it's not worth doing it unless you can feel vulnerable and good about it. It's just not, it's just worth waiting. Mm-hmm. But once you can have um, some of these interdimensional experiences and you see these things for yourself, it just does something. And not only do you see things that you, you, you know, it shakes something. Just it, it just uh, it will give you something. You get to see just you know it's it, it's it it was it. Once you understand it, it, we're mind and it we're it, it, eternal. I mean, we really are. We're we're uh, we're a lot. There's a lot more to this, and there's a lot more coolness than what you think. And it's not like wishful thinking, like religious thinking, like oh, I don't want to die. Uh, and, and I then warp all my reality through a religious or religiosity to make that okay. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, to me, the reality is and again, it's reasoned. It's this fucking reasoned. Is and a guy, a guy, buddy of mine, does a really good job with this. Morg, who was a, he's a, just came on the scene a little bit. He's um, used to tour with Manson, and um, he's a stage artist. And he does crazy shit. Lays on a bed of razors um, and swords. He's a fucking pretty crazy guy, but he's deeply. Logical and well-reasoned. You can check him out sometime. He's one of the only people that understands some of this stuff, um, and he's super like he understands uh, more. You'll once you see a few of him. He understands philosophy. He can take every philosopher like 
you know, like I, like I can or like mm-hmm. Virgil Virgil, and break on everything, like from Kant to Nietzsche to everybody, and just break down everything, like logically and coherently, and say, here's where this went, this is where this went. Um, but he understands so and side of waves, and understands mathematics and holos and all of these things. And again, it's like the the nature of the Kabbalion or the nature of the Hermetics, or which all these books are, is we're mind. Everything's a vibration, um, and it doesn't work any other way. And it's like you you you're you're in this. It's a mathematical computation, and it's not what you think. It's not like what you think, like with your identity. But once you're gone from here. You get get swept up in the dirt, like it's called like a a, a death current. Um, And the more that, uh, and this gets, I'll tell you, this will start, I'll start drifting into speculation land here, so I'll just qualify that. The more conscious you get, the more control you have over the the sweeping of this death current. So if you have no, it's just like thinking about if you have no ability to swim or have legs and you get thrown in the Kenai River, you're going to go in there and then the tributary will bring you out and you'll have no control. You'll just will wind up and then you'll be, you'll be eclipsed. Like um, back in the day, um, certain people would, uh, would, would, would try to be born into certain um, hermetic lineages or things so they could have processes to help them recall and wake up. The whole, the whole idea for some of these uh, old lineages and secret societies was to uh, have the environment that could help, again, you know, see the llamas, to help who they thought um, were uh, reincarnations of people who were here to liberate the human species, to help them remember their purpose. And Nietzsche is a perfect example. Go look at, read Nietzsche stuff. Nietzsche believed in all of that. I feel, I'm going to feel stupid as shit for asking this question while I got a, a computer in front of me. Nietzsche's motherfucker is a top dog. How, how are... Uh, how are Dalai Lamas picked? Are they picked before birth, or like how the fuck does that? Isn't there a happen? test? Uh, probably. Well, Multiple it, choice. Like, I don't you know, know. I mean, like, isn't that like? I tell you what's funny. I, again, because there's been a part of me. It, it's it's it, it's it can be part bullshit, and it can be part not. You can think of it like this. It's like um, Ouija cards, or, or like tarot cards, or mm-hmm. anything. Anytime you're, uh, if you're unconscious. It goes back to this unactualized. If you're unactualized and you don't know, and your unconscious is just it had, you haven't done any work with it. When you're reading anything, you're just it's going by feel. It's intuition and feeling. So you're just whatever you're saying. You're not, there's no cognition. Mm-hmm. You're just reading what you think the interpretation is. So that's your unconscious coming through and it's it, it, not choosing anything else. You're choosing these things. You're choosing this stuff. So there's a part of you that is discerning. Mm-hmm what you're choosing out of that. So what you're choosing to articulate is only gonna be as quality of the work you've done on the undercurrent and the current, like a little bit of both, but if you're full of, I can see this with New Agers. If you're a New Agey, like I say, AB, not what I said. You get some kind of New Agey people mm-hmm. um, who haven't done the unconscious work and they start talking about all this flight of fancy stuff type of shit, you know, is it, is it uh, uh, accurate? Is it reality? No, probably not. Um, now, if somebody is has done some some stuff and is feeling, you know, uh, feeling the right way, and they've done the work, um, and sometimes you can not even do the work for some reason, you can pull things out in a dream state or whatever. Um, uh, well, it's highly accurate, you know. And the only accuracy, and again, this is kind of like also the essence of, of what people understand magic, because the people that really understand it, they know that it's all psychological and it's, you know, it's impossible. To have evidence, the evidence is the is 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 the tangible benefit. Did it work? Did, are these things working? Mm-hmm. Are these things working? 
You know, again, magic isn't what people think it is. Is is it working? It, I I had this idea. I pulled this out. Did it work? Well, it looked like it did. I fucking got this thing out here. You know, <clears throat> like uh, I was talking about this the other day. I think with Josh is like being. Uh, and I talked to you. I think about it too. It's like, hey, I'm doing these things and I'm going these places in life, and I feel like I'm on this river, right? Like like fate is, or destiny is like pulling me there you know mm-hmm. like you know it's like sometimes you just go places mm-hmm. but you don't you don't know why you just like well it seems like, like it seems like if you don't resist it's where you end up yeah. okay now the what, point is not is, wait, is, but what, is you know what to resist the more you resist but what the I more love, you fucking up but what i love now is what he's talking about was with the vision mm-hmm. so instead of letting fate or chaos destiny or whatever <laughs> pull you in whatever fashion mm-hmm. like the current yeah <clears throat> how about you create visions and then you control your own destiny in your own place. And oh. I think that that's part of both sides. If you're mm-hmm. blind and you're in this trance, you're just going to have this current taking you wherever well, it decides to take you. Well, Whereas if you focus on your vision, your creativity, and your these, these things <clears throat> in your mind, you will actually have an open mind to where you're going. <laughs> well, it's, it, I'll give you a perfect example. It's, it, this is the, the whole prototype that I built for the, for that, uh, for that mm-hmm. uh, London real site uh-huh. on that little website. If you type in higher state conversations or real you dot uh, yeah. Academy or whatever the hell it is, it, it says on there, uh, it is, I made it really simple in five years, you will arrive at your destination. So each one of us right here mm-hmm. in five years, we're going to end up at our destination. That's a guarantee, right? Yeah. Everybody can agree with that. Yeah. Okay. It will either be planned or it'll be unplanned. There you go. No, see, and that's what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. I gotta show something because I talked. So to- you can either fashion it exactly where you want to go, and you get there, or you will not. You're gonna arrive there no matter what. So either you are gonna get there cognitively, consciously, mindfully by mm-hmm. writing out your things and, and structuring it and taking control over your activity. Which is, if you don't, I can show you. You you. It, it, the, the amount of what people spend in the day on their major, on their goal-ended, like meat, one to two percent, if that. The people they meet, the things they do, whatever they do. If I were to sit down with almost anybody, like anybody, this is the fucking really deal secret. It changed my whole, my whole fucking deal. And if I would have known this back in, oh my god, because it's the fucking secret. It's not a secret. Mm-hmm. If you sit down and you write out and visualize your goals, and you can break it down to five things, three things. What are the three things that I will fucking die, no matter what? Just do it like that. If it's the one, do one. I will read one page a day. I will bench press one thing a day. You start making these commitments, say, I will die. And you get good with, okay. And then you just do that. And then start, get good at living, dying with your big five. Um, And then you structure, oh God, okay, 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. I say I want all of these things. Here are all of my goals. Okay, well, this is pretty, this is pretty uh, reasonable and easy to grasp. At any given day, if I ever want to do anything with my goals, I should spend more time on my goal activity than not. So 50-50, I should be doing 60-40 no matter what. So mm-hmm. anybody can also see, if I'm not spending 80% of my time, because your competition will be doing it. So if I'm not be spending 80-20 on my goals, which means... All the activities before I show up, because I'm going to do, I know I'm going to do everything lazy, what I want to do, all the dumb minor key, insignificant dumb shit, because it's easy, doesn't take any time, doesn't take any sweat, doesn't take anything like that. So all of it will be that. If I don't go, okay, six to 10, 
I'm gonna work out three hours. Okay, 10 to 14, I'm gonna write out, I'm gonna write out my game plan. This is my time, 10 to 11, no matter motherfucking what I plan on my day, all right? I give myself some time, I play with my kids. All right, four hours is to this cluster, I want to get a car. I'm gonna go, I'm, this is what I'm doing, no matter what. And then this is the cluster, and then this. And then every day, I get used to, all right, I'm slowing things down, what am I gonna do today? And the whole idea, and this is what I found out, this is like the secret that it's, it's fucked up. You're letting your own self off the hook. Because for me, it's never enough. I could be doing a 10 times, like a, a tremendous amount of shit. And I will always have this anxiety, like I, I dude, I didn't, I don't, you know, I, 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 it's more to do, more to do, more to do, more to do. But yet if you go, okay, what, 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 okay, if I do this tomorrow, if I do all of these things, will you let yourself off the fucking hook? If you, well, that would be a good day, right? I, all of this stuff, because again, gotta get stuff in the week. If I accomplish this today, can you let yourself off the hook and you go do those things? And it's negotiation. And when you do that, and then you yourself do it, and you let yourself off the hook, you, you generate real self-esteem and real like structure because you yourself are doing it and you yourself are showing your own evidence of doing it. And then the feelings come from doing it, you complete your tasks, so it completes circuits. You feel good about accomplishing it. Nobody else is giving that to you. That's where the reality of the wealth comes from is you giving it to you. Nobody can give the odd shit, but you do it. Nobody can take that away from you too. So like when everybody else is going, this is what I've had to do with a lot of people too, because a lot of people go, oh, you're typing on Facebook or all that shit. They don't realize that it's like a, a, a point of a fraction of a percent of my time. And I can prove it, because I can go and prove, I can go show my whole fucking, weeks of exactly of my regimented shit and say, okay, show me your work, dude. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I know me, motherfucker. And it shows, and then you can railroad people. And not a motherfucker, can, your wife, your boss, nobody. And then when you can show up with that, and nobody else does that, they, not only do you, you command the environment, it, you, you can, you get to, again, it's the essence of fashioning your life, and you can't do it. Again, I haven't found any other way you can do it. Um, and it automatically gives you a leg up on everybody because nobody does it. Everybody thinks they do all of this shit. Everybody thinks they do all of this shit and then go, okay, show me your work. What do you do? You talk about, oh, you're, you, you, you're, everybody's all self-serving and everybody's a chump and everybody is shit. What the fuck do you do? What do you do to help? Show me what you do. How are you, how are you, why should anybody keep you around? It's like, that's a, that's a thing I, you know, I, I think it's a valuable question I think everybody should ask. I ask myself that every time, as a, fa as a dad or anybody. It's like, and you gotta get ruthless, and not like, not in the way we're used to to be up to self-image, or like, mm -hmm. oh wow, I'm not good at I didn't do that. No, it's, you can't do that. So like, get it's away, just, it's just self be your best friend. It's just self All you got, be your best buddy. When I got clean, when I got clean, uh -huh. and now you saw me lose all that weight, Jake, yeah. and I fucking trained hard, all I did was I just never let myself off the hook. Yeah, I always, I always held myself accountable, and you saw the things mm. that I did. Mm. Like it was fucking crazy, mm. huh? Consumed way too much grapefruit. Fuck mm. yeah, dude! No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but just the amount of work that I was able. Well, to that's do. where that's where <laughs> that, that, take, that like this great accomplishment someone's done has <laughs> been like, and then just kind of shit on it. Like, and that's where you know, like they, <laughs> that's all that hard work, shove yeah. it up your ass. That's, that's just <laughs> jealousy. <Yeah. laughs> I'll well, teach. I'll teach you how. You get a body like this, you well, stop working. On it. It is. <laughs> that, you know, that is a shape. But that's where, like, this whole, uh, and this is where I really believe in um, with, with what you can do. And it's not just you. We need everybody we can. Like, if everybody can get this, they can teach these components 
and if you teach it to their kids, you be it's a different like night and day existence. If they don't know any better and they do this, it will not it will just it, it just changes the whole thing for them. In fact, if coaches if they're not teaching them these things, you're not a fucking coach. You're not not a football coach, not a wrestler coach, not a none of them. If you're not teaching the kids this, what are you teaching them? What's your what, again? I'll say, show me your work. What are you teaching them? You think exactly. what 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 worth, what worth is that? That's exactly it. Without I, a game plan, so, I, where, what are you going to do? I'll share something because this is interesting and it's something I learned as a coach. Also, via our talks and like our stuff like this. So when when you're a coach and you have this person working on these drills or these techniques or whatever, and you come over and then you see them and they make a mistake or they get nervous, what is the underlying issue? Why did they do that? Why? Why do they get nervous? No, it's you. It's it, it, is it being put on the spot? Do you think? Or? Well, think about psycho. Just think about psychology. No, what do you think it is, Jake? Oh, I, I know. Well, I mean, for me, you as a coach, right? Just yeah. No. When well, when they when they come up, they 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 want to show me that they're doing it right, mm-hmm. right? And they start trying super hard, and they get so far inside their own head. Like, I mean, I've stood I've stood far away. I've watched them do it perfect for like you know a half hour. I get close to them. All of a sudden, like they tense up. Okay, but what what's the underlying? Why do they tense up? Um, I, in my particular case, I in some cases I think it's because they're they're afraid of being berated by the coach. I think in my okay, particular you're, case, you're right. And berated by the coach or not being what? Not living up to the coach's expectation, which would make them feel unconfident, right? Yeah, unworthy. So somebody that has issues and making mistakes in that instance, when the coach has eyes on them mm-hmm. or somebody is public or whatever, they have a lack of self-confidence. Oh, that is so, the, that so, so as a coach, you can see a person who makes mistakes there, and instead of getting on top of them and being like, well, keep your hands up or go yeah. harder, do this, you, you need him. to take a step back mm-hmm. and guide towards their self-confidence and help them develop that so they can believe in themselves. Because no, the, underlying, the underlying mm-hmm. issue is not being well, confident. No, actually, well, that and that's so huge. important because, and the reason I bring this up no, is it's because, a huge, it's a huge part the reason I bring this up is because when we go to teach as coaches, we have an obligation we can either make, so, so for kids, for instance, yeah. we can either make or break that kid oh, yeah. in their habits, right? So for us as a coach, being educated in what some of these pictures they're sending to us is, we can read that, yeah, and then that's yeah, where we grow. Happy to say and, that, and, yeah, yeah and because like no, Mark and I've had like it's huge, super dude. long, obviously, lots yeah. of conversations, and and this is somewhere where I'm taking that research is to to literally see instead of just being a coach because mm-hmm. I say I'm a coach because I'm a technical coach. How about understanding the psychology behind the student to help you to unlock their potential, right? To help them grow. And that's what he's talking about by building the format. 90% of it isn't about boxing. You're right. All about self-image. All of it. See that every it goes back to psychocybernetics. You ready? Where did I get the book? You want to know where I got the book? From the best MMA coach on the planet. So, somebody, I didn't somebody, get you the book. Trevor Whitman. Uh, uh, no, I'm just so did, One of the best MMA coaches of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. You no, know, I talked to him and I asked him because um, he was. Uh, I, I call. I, I'm. Uh, Trevor's one of my mentors, as well as Dwayne. I just and love, I love that people are just Trevor Whitman is Dwayne's coach. And when you look at. Or was former his coach. When you look at Trevor, he's built 19 world champions. 
Summon boxing. Summon MMA. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. That's, leader, that's pure leadership. Okay, so no question about what, it. What what has to go with the success? Why why there's is no he, question about what, it? What what makes standing that with mixture? Standing so, with Lombardi. So yeah, I, there's no reason why. Again, it's all talking about the model. Yeah, there's a reason a guy's got 19 champions. There's yeah. a reason why mm-hmm. Vince Lombardi had that many. There's a oh, reason yeah. why. Uh, yeah. Coach Krzyzewski uh, at, at Duke. There's a reason. So I talked Vision. with him and I asked him because I'm, I'm in a stite with Vic where we're looking to go to be world class. That's the difference. Like, So what's the next level? Well, I need as a coach, I mean, I got ideas and things, but I always need things in the mix, you know, for to, to visualize where we're going. So I'm helping with my fighter and we're on this journey together. So I talked to, you know, Trevor Whitman about that and he recommended that book. And it was amazing because some of the things he said, and to be honest with you, is Mark and I had conversations, so and then I've listened to a lot of books lately, like audio books. I've listened to about seven books in the last like two dude, weeks. Dude, we get right? into William Wallace, the science of uh, uh, and dude. You have no idea. What There's was amazing? Shit. Well, I could go into some Tiger King or uh, Tiger King shit. Oh. You won't believe it. It it it. it, it <laughs> Go all finish that, what you're saying and I'll tie that in. So all that stuff <laughs> came to a point where Trevor was saying the same things that we were talking about, that I was hearing the conversation with me and Mark, the things that the books came up. And I was like, holy crap. And then he gives this book. And then I listen to the book. And then it plays off top of everything that I've been listening to, that I've been conversing with with him. It's incredible. Dude. Like just to, to, you know what I mean? Like when you know, this is what I was talking about with fate. Whereas <laughs> you're, 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 you're flowing, you're flowing somewhere, right? Well, there's two but things. instead of it, now I'm aware. Like yeah. I'm more, I still don't have a hundred percent vision. Uh, That's developing, uh, yep, right? Exactly. Developing exactly. that vision. Exactly. But I feel it. I'm supposed to be right where I'm supposed well, as it, to as be. It does. It, it's what Carl Young tells about with synchronicity. You will it's see crazy. it more. Well, wait, you see, it'll become weird, more. Right? It sounds mm-hmm. fucking. It's weird. No, it's, no, not at all. So it's ten times weirder to me because now more and more people are talking about all of these, like these things. It's becoming more and more. Oh yeah, I, nobody got, nobody even. All of this shit was literally in the underground circles. Nobody understood. No, I, DMT. I nobody remember the back when you, you were crazy. Huh? I remember back when you were crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way. Well, it's, yeah. dude, yeah, it's. It's funny. It's funny how that was. Yeah. No, I mean, it still is. But, yeah. No, but no, yeah, I, I, yeah, because I, I, yeah. my, my introduction uh, for, to your website came from Durlith. And, uh, <laughs> and I remember like reading, mm-hmm. reading through, like the, uh, reading through. So Edward Durlith onto all this shit and he saw the magic and the, and the influence. And that's when we started to apply it in the courtroom. And then he saw, because well, Eric was like a lot of attorneys. He, he doesn't conceptually understand. He's not a developer. He doesn't understand any of it. But you mm-hmm. give him the fucking tools. He's a yard dog. Yeah. That's what I love. And he works like a motherfucker. And he also, he's kind of a, well, he's an ego guy, but he also at times he cares about the right things. And you get mm-hmm. him on the right so thing. There you go, right? Dude, like, I used to love when me and him would get on a case, because he gets like I do. I mean, we get fucking nasty. He was nobody outwork nobody. He blew me away. Nobody would see. If I could show you some of the some cases stuff, we do, yeah. what we do, that's what, like, what, what I did over there because I had so enjoyed they, people like other attorneys don't understand what I can do or what, what, what Eric and I just for instance like with audio that nobody does any of this stuff over there I can take long audio clips make them pretty so people can hear them like even if officers are saying things or somebody's saying something incoherent I can clean all of that up I did that on a number of cases just to win a case so just that alone you have at your disposal mm-hmm. but think about how this is people can't do this this is how simple this is audio video I was able to 
to be able to visually present these things in long, short versions and so I could tell the narrative or give everybody mm -hmm. what they wanted. So a lot of times these people would object. Oh, object because it was too long. But we would fuck them over every time because I had a shorter version. I had anything that they would say yeah. would be able to do. So we'd be able to get in these long, short things, things and be able to tie it together and had all of the visual stuff for it and everybody wouldn't even know which way it was fucking going. Well, there you we go. Got, there were so many cases we were working on where it got a little scary because we almost got like, like got stiff arm, Anthony stiff arm out here who... Like literally, I would. I didn't want him out. I wanted him fucking guilty, and it was almost a hung jury. We almost got him fucking off, because it was that we created enough. Yeah. Enough, for, and it was almost there. It was fucking almost there, um, because this is using these these same principles. Mm -hmm. um, but what's funny, what I was gonna say about the Tiger King, I was actually wanted to write about it, and I was I wanted to tell you for a while, and I, I've never heard. I don't think any, I've never heard anybody bring it up, and I haven't even seen it on the internet. Maybe somebody has, but that crazy. Uh, what's that girl? The, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Uh, if, do you, and also, you, Joe, I won't be surprised if Joe didn't um, um, touch upon this. So basically, uh, there's the science of getting rich by uh, uh, Wallace uh, Waddles. I always fuck up his name. Wallace Waddles. He also has the, the uh, uh, Edinburgh lectures. So it's the science of getting rich. It's the series. It's, he's done about three or four of them. And I mean, they're heavy hitting. I mean, when I say heavy hitting... Uh, the other, he's got a deeper grasp than a lot of people, um, and it's all the same thing. All hermetic, all like even Jim, like all of the all of the new age, zig zig, all of the people, um, uh, all of them, Bob Proctor, all of them, um, get it from uh, got a lot of their juice from um, Wallace, and so uh, crazy uh, Carol, because uh, that's what it kind of does. You, she she definitely killed her fucking husband, and she brings it up. She brings up uh, William Wallace in the science. Kit. She brings up what changed it for her is his work. Uh, so somehow, uh, and I think probably through her husband because he kind of looked like uh, uh, he mentioned a few things too that made it seem like it. So somehow she must have stumbled onto his work, which is all about Who? working with vision and mind's eye. And so when you, do, that's why she, she, you're able to do what you're doing. Uh, it can do it for good. You can do it for bad. I mean, you what, can do it for what's, evil. What's the guy's name? Waddle. Uh, Wallace. Uh, uh, Wallace Waddle. Oh, Waddles. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought you said William Wallace. I was yeah. going to say, very hard guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's where I always butcher it. I always get it wrong every time, no matter how much. Um, but she had mentioned it in one of the episodes where she had talked about the science of getting rich and going to one of his, going to, to somebody that was mm -hmm. doing his lecture or whatever and how it changed her life. And it's all about, like, dialing in your ex I'll give it, uh, you've seen oh, that man. stupid thing, The Secret or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, but there, there's they, validity there's, to it. But, well, there yeah. is, but they, they, don't, they don't understand any of it. Like, no. they just butchered it, and then all the Oprah, yeah. Super Soul Sunday, all they all fucked it up. But yeah. that is taken from that. Ah. That is what it is. It's all hermetics. It's all about working with mind's eye, mm -hmm. getting a clear vision. And then building kind of like a mason, you know, we're uh, uh, you know, Jim, I, Jim, I, we're almost talking about it's an, a, a, a magnificent obsession where the where the objective, the dream becomes an, a, 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 of reaching your objective becomes a magnificent obsession. Um, and that's where the magic comes from. And I could see it even with that Carol is you could see it the way she talked and oriented. There was nothing else outside yeah. that vision. That's why yeah, I mean, yeah. she killed her fucking husband. That's why, like, no matter what, when you get into that state, you, and, and you're on your, like, again, it's like, if there are people, and you got a mission, it, it doesn't fucking matter. It's getting done. And that's the whole thing about all this, is you gotta, that's when it comes to the master key system, that's the actual essence of the psychosomatics. The thing is, is, 
When the unconscious knows, and this is the secret to it. This is harder than what people think. It's easier said than done. Do you think that's like what Hitler when, did? When the, yeah, to okay. a degree. Okay. But when he when you build it on shit, you'll fall. So it doesn't matter. But if you can build it on shit and you'll get to your realization, then you'll you'll get it eroded. Mm, yeah. But when your unconscious knows, it has no way out. When you give yourself no room, you go, I'm doing this no matter fucking what. Because mm -hmm. I do this all the time. Like, I do this all the time. Right. Like, when I get yeah. onto something I want, everybody goes, oh, no, no, no. No matter what, I tell them, yeah, no I will do this no matter fucking what, and I will promise you, no, and I'm not certain people, there, certain, certain right, people do. My mom, other people yeah. believe me. But right, when I'm doing something, I will, I will yeah. guarantee motherfucking tea it'll be a, it'll be a reality. Because I don't know any other motherfucking way. And anybody, when your unconscious doesn't know, it's where the power comes. Goggins talks about this. Goggins is another badass. When like you get him. into a deprived fucking state where you're, there's no way out. You'll be surprised what you're fucking on. When, you, when your conscious right? knows you like can't do it. He knows. He knows. When, that's how I was. I when you that. know you're yeah. not giving up, yeah. you are a motherfucking force. You don't want to be yeah. against somebody that's like that at yeah. all. Yeah. When you're not, especially if you're not like that. Yeah. Because this one's, it's a, there's no doubt. There's no self-doubt. When a person's like that, there's no doubt. Well, it's, there's it, no it's, doubt. There's it's no a form worry. of actualization. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's not a full body actualization, but it shows you the power of, of actualization. Because what you've done... Is you've actualized the potentiation of mm -hmm. of you're a master magician, which is I create things, I orchestrate. I got a, my dream. I, I see what I want. I'm on a fucking tiger zoo, the best tiger zoo in the world. I want my cats happy, whatever. Uh, all right, I want to make it happen. I don't know. Any, I want to make it happen no matter what. Tiger zoo, and she makes it happen. <laughs> I didn't know that it, at one point you could have gotten a tiger for less. It's amazing, than you, right? but the uh, you know the like, universe yeah, will do. Yeah, like a universe lot of will, tiger money right now. And here's a here's the thing too. There's some other people that uh, you people you hear about is is the more in line you can get with what's called the universal will. And here's the other secret: you can you can have all your bullshit dreams you want, but you'll realize you you'll look, you can obtain them, you can obtain them. But once you get them, you'll realize it's. Worthless and hollow and, and immaterial, and you'll just find. Yeah, if you didn't have a purpose, right? So the more yeah. your 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 it's desire is in with the universal desire, which means again, what, I don't give a shit. You make it whatever it is. You'll know. You'll can see it. You know, like the, this cosmos has an intent. It's going somewhere, and it's going to what you know. Terence McKenna talks about. This is the last piece of all. This is the transcendental object at the um, end of time. People have this mistake thinking we're evolving into a, this higher state creature. And it's actually the absolute opposite. We're being pulled. We're actually being pulled by a transcendental object that's already there. So it's, we are, we are God realizing its self-image. And again, we're mind, God's mind, meta-mind, monadic mind. We start Made out... in God's image. Again, start out spring, clueless, young, crawling. Again, alchemy, lead. Lead, ignorance, heavy, dumb, not gold, close to it, heavy, dumb, dense, useless, poisonous. S spring, a little bit better, figure out war, differentiation, fuck up, bleh, get a little bit more, get more, and then summer, you start getting into it, and then at your peak of your summer, you will have a full realization of that, and then you get tired of being at the top of the pyramid, the winner of disassemble, again, Osiris. It, it, the same thing. It, it's the same process. Once we pull, again, this will, AI, AI will pull its own image out. And it, again, the idea of even um, this conceptual uh, divine, it's binary. So when I talk about the AI, it could go either way. 
uh, uh, God is uh, like the mind is dark and uh, light. Yeah, no, this so is exactly it can, it's, a, it's just as is not Shiva. It's just as fucking yeah. enslaving and fucking kill you and eat you and just yeah. and have fun doing it. Yeah, that's so the choice. It's that's gonna be fl- inverted image or flipped image. Yeah. But no matter what, it's still gonna be the whole body image. It's gonna be a reflection of the of self. its of its of its uh, offspring. That's crazy. And again, that's the it's the allegory of Adam and Eve, and why we're eating off of the apple of the technological tree. Because mm-hmm. technically, before that, we could technically do what we wanted to do. It's this idea of techniques. So funny you talk techniques. about techniques. We can we liberty. We can do whatever we want until we eat the apple. Now we technically can't do everything we want. There's rules. We, te- we technically can't do what we want. Now we're in a technical world. Technical, technical. And so once we to go down that world of the apple, of association, now we, we bit the apple, now we got to lie in that bed, which means now you got to go through all this shit. And it's really Fucking why... women, man. Why, uh, why, <laughs> probably why the fallen angels came um, into the play that mythology, because once you can imagine, if you go through all of this, like, I don't want to go through this fucking torture again. Why would I go through this? I'm done. I don't need to go through this stu- the arrogance of I've already been there, done that, or I'm above all of this. I've done this before. Do you remember when I told you this was a very long podcast? Well, here's one of the breaks. Take a break. This is taking all of our economics. What does it cost to actually get people here? What does it cost to get this thing going? You know, mm-hmm. what does it cost? Okay, it cost uh, uh, $5,000 in fixed cost, cost, uh, let's see, uh, $3,500, let's say $4,000 each month to have people manage. Because people can't do it for free. Um, so you got to have uh, people doing shit. So, okay, so $10,000 uh, uh, down. Uh, Four thousand dollars a month, and it's not even there. You got internet, you got this, you got that. So let's just say you got five thousand. So right now, it's all we can all have a good time, make you know, doing plays and making shit up and mm-hmm. and having fun. But somebody's got to pay for it. Yeah. Somebody. So it's like somebody has to pay for it. Otherwise, it won't be sustainable. Because, mm-hmm. like I was saying, it will go. That, that attention will eventually. That's again when things aren't fair, and we think that's why this is really important. If you're not treated fair, and you're not treated fair, and you're not treated fair, which means it's not worth your time. Mm-hmm. Why would you be here? If, if if I can fool you for a little bit, you'll be here for a little bit, mm-hmm. but eventually you'll go, oh, he's not here, this is stupid. And so why would I be here? And so if the value's not clear from the get-go, you know, again, if the value's clear, the how is immaterial, you'll figure it out. If the val- you get people excited about it and they see the value, the hows come. Mm-hmm. It's just like the field of dreams. Mm-hmm. Bank on it. If you have a strong enough how, it, or a strong enough why, all of that shit just solves it. That's the hardest part, I think, for, for marketers or product people or bank reps. Somebody that has a, something they want to get out there is the why, and the why is not strong enough. And then and if the why is not strong enough, you'll eventually, the pressure, again, it's like the cannabis industry, like I found this out myself. What I'm doing right now, nobody could have prepared. Like, I, I couldn't have prepared anybody or prepared myself. It is pure fucking chaos and stress of an of an epic avenue like for the first couple of years not making payroll every other one and struggling and doing that without having any help any inside investors developing everything every coming out of the woodwork having that gut feeling of like how am i going to pay with the people i care about all like i'm making it happen there's no material we had to go through pre like like mm-hmm. or 
God, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars is a big deal. You know, eight thousand dollars. Oh God, every time there's twenty thousand dollars in insurance. I bitch about insurance. I bitch about taxes. I bitch about this. I bitch about that. And fucking sick to my stomach with like, holy fuck, what this is crazy. How can we pay for all this shit? And then you just you get immune, um, and you get over it because the why is strong enough. If I didn't have a strong enough why, I mean, it's like it's hard for people to appreciate. My income from the law office in, over the last two years. Our, my family's down about $300,000 because I'm not there making money because I can go in there and just fucking rip it up and I'm not helping my wife. I'm not doing anything in there. I'm just doing other stuff. So my combined income is literally down about $300,000. Of negative profit. Right? Of, of what, of what, of what mm-hmm. we do because mm-hmm. over there there's no shortage of work and it's 125 to $300 an hour all the time. You can almost live on that. Well, almost. <laughs> almost. You still gotta occasionally get help from your folks. Well, if you can imagine if you got uh, you have an OPA contract, and, and especially back in the day where there's no shortage of cases. What's an OPA? Contract? Uh, OPA contract is when um, uh, when the public defender would have a conflict, we would then get that we have a right of first uh, uh, opportunity to those cases. So that happens all of the time. So uh, in the beginning, when we did a lot of criminal defense work. Even though we were private, we would get a lot of the OPA cases that would be kind of quote unquote public defender, but yet we'd get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, you know, I paid about a hundred bucks an hour, but literally there were hundreds. I could, I could work, I could work on not just those are piddly cases. I mostly work on divorce and other cases and stuff like that. They're command a lot higher, but you could literally work hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours constantly on material work um, and never, never kind of scratch the surface of all of that. Um, and again, that's not necess- that's not a necessarily good thing, especially for somebody that gets really ambitious about it, because you know you just that's all you do, and then all of a sudden it's not, you know, it's not terribly that fun. But that's what got me into all this, because I started writing. I got because I would got, again, I, I would help her with all these uh, motions to suppress and all these legal searches, mm-hmm. and I'd get fucking furious about them. I said, let me read them. I started reading them, and, and then I just started talking with them, and she, oh, those are good ideas, those are good ideas, and stuff like that. Then I just started helping her with the cases, and then I just started helping her write a little bit because she was overwhelmed. So I came up here, I didn't have to do anything. I mean, mm-hmm. I sold the company, I wasn't gonna do anything. I didn't have to do anything for a while, or for a while. Um, so I just started helping our cases, and then I started writing some of these motions. And I would write them unorthodox, and I'd get to the heart, and I'd win, and I'd win, and I'd keep on doing it, and I, was, I loved it. So then I just fucking, that's all I'd do. And then I realized, it's computer logic. It's no different. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, holy shit, attorneys don't know logic. Attorneys don't know storytelling. Our judges aren't wise. Judges don't know logic. And judges, it's like the whole courtroom. Judges are former attorneys. But. It's a, oh, yeah, they're bad. it's bad. It, the court system is really bad. It's really bad. Um, but it, it's just legal. You know, uh, the, the law is beautiful. It's just logic. You know, It's mostly logic um, practiced by people that, that don't know logic. And then also decided by people that don't decide on logic. <laughs> so you have to understand that. Like people don't make decisions on logical facts at all. They care about going back to their wife, or their husband, care. and going, "Hi, honey, I saved the day. We found him not guilty or guilty because of X, Y, Z." And that's all I. What, I what, if I was extorting a case, a structuring case, it was just on all on that. Going home to your mom, and, you're going home to your coworker or your husband. What are you going to say? What exactly are you going to say? That's what I wanted to tell. I wanted. I wanted to be those words coming out of that mouth. That's what wins. Mm. Nothing else more because everybody in that juror, just like all of us, this is the, the you're a self-centered asshole that only wants out for yourself. And you'll think you'll convince yourself and everybody else that you're it's it's a mm-hmm. 
bore above you. Yeah. It's not. At its locus of fucking control, at its center point, you are a self-centered human being, and the best we can hope for is enlightened self-interest. And this is where it kind of comes into play about all of this, is in why you should only work with these types of people. And where this is, this is how people talk that won't bullshit you. Here's what's in it for me. Here's what I command. We need to have an enlightened self-interest. I want you to make a bunch of money, and I need to figure out a way how I can make you a bunch of money while making me money, but we got to make it enlightened together, and we both recognize our self-interest. We're going to create an organism based on self-interest. Mm-hmm. Enlightened self-interest. Not the expense of other people. That's the enlightened part. Yeah. We can't just do it... <laughs> You know, yeah, helping people, serving people. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm so a when you can get into this enlightened. Uh, yeah. What's that? Oh, I said I'm a big fan of mutually beneficial arrangements. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's it is the only way, only way it works. The mm-hmm. only way. And the, and the second anybody starts bullshitting themselves, like, oh, I'll take less. I'll do whatever anybody says. That's what you got to you got to be very clear about what you want, what you command as your value, mm-hmm. and, what, and then also if somebody goes, I don't. This is what's so tough about it. Sorry, I don't see your, your value, Mr. Cultivator. I know you want $100,000 a year, yet you don't have a resume, you have no track record of any success, and you've never earned more than $30,000 in a life. Where do you think you're getting that $100,000 figure from, Mr. Cultivator? <laughs> Show me your value. Your ass, okay. Yeah. Well, here's the other part of clearing. I'm not paying that. That's insane. Yeah. Not only that, it doesn't meet the economics. So that's okay. Like, that's like pawn stars, right? Come, somebody comes in with something. Exactly. They exactly. Value, that's beautiful. But they don't know. And then they're like, I want $15,000. And then the guy comes in and looks at it logically because he's an expert. Yeah. And he goes, exactly. well, that's worth 50 bucks. Yeah. You know? And then you're going, And he's like, I'll give you so 25. what's the price? He's like, I'll give you 25 for it. And he's like, well, yeah. I still want 8000 <laughs> and you're like, dude, yeah. no. I know, I know, I know. Like, you know it's the yeah. truth, right? <laughs> the best is when he tries to break it down. No, look, dude, I, I gotta. It, it, no, you, it sells for eight thousand. I've got to make a profit. You realize? Yeah. I, yeah. Got, I got to buy it for four thousand, and then I'll sell it for six. You know, and like again, this is what I was talking about earlier with your average people. The, uh, by and large, they don't understand basic economics like that. Mm-hmm. You have overvalued. That's why the, the Robert Cialdini book is such a great book because he breaks down the science of influence about commitment consistency. Breaks it down into principles. We overvalue what we have in our possession. Oh, yeah. It's a scientific fact. Um, again, so if you can understand some of these basic principles, when you find yourself doing it or other people doing it to you, you'll go, oh, all right, I know how that goes. I see what you're doing. You know, that's why I, I, so that's it. That's the education. I recommend Fight, fighting, right? Knowing tactics, yep. strategy, understanding their strong points, understanding their weak points. What are they going to do? They're going to do well, one or the I, other. They're going to do one or the other. And if you can <laughs> do that and you can see that, then you can foresee what their potential mm-hmm. behavior is going to be. And that becomes predictable. On well, and that's side. where, you know, uh, why I even started talking that shit on, on Facebook. And again, I reiterate it so much. And I, I'll share a lot of those old posts from time to time. It's specifically why I started going on there and talking a lot of shit. So it would be a track record and show people because I started to really gain some super, super insights from all of this stuff. And it was really important to me to start getting people. Uh, I've been talking about this shit for probably, oh my God, what is it? Uh, 16 years or more. Yeah. This, the, like the actual yeah. biomechanics since I first figured out. About 16 years. Um, and it started out with, again, Eric started to, to listen to me a little bit. My wife... Uh, uh, just is able to apply it. She doesn't understand it. Some people that don't even care to understand it. But 
As I've long been as they can apply it, right? Hardly, hardly anybody does. And why I even care you're not going to be talking to you. Why I want to see other people apply. I want to see fighters. I want to see what people can do. If you just don't just do these things and see for yourself, I want to see it. Like I want to, I want to do this stuff almost out of curiosity because I know that a young athlete or a young uh, business person or you catch them earlier, the better. The more that they, when you get kids that haven't got programmed, zero to seven, actually the first trimester, it's even worse. The birth thing is even fucks. Seven years old programming all of it down so if you can get to that kid that developing system before all of the shit ass mm-hmm. upstream providers with their shit ass ideas and bias and horrific <coughs> ideas all the crap from their parents before exactly. that. Oh, yeah, it's all, and again yeah. it's and I, I use that high charge language because most of it like I came from like my parents are fucking great. Yeah, I, I mean, love my parents too, but, but they were a mess too. It, but yeah, yeah, but it's like even if you, you have good it. middle class, yeah. good honest, good, the good. Yeah. It, by yeah, large, parents, you know? by large, it's gonna be a horrific amount of shit because my parents—they're not actualized. They were meant to be. None of our parents, in fact, not many come from a generation. All um, in all, it's pretty frowned upon. A hundred percent. It's yeah. more than frowned upon because. Uh, what you can see how I, how I've got it all my life. Every time I talk about this, not so much now. It's really changed, yeah. which is weird. Is I'm an arrogant, elitist, cocksucking asshole because it's a threat. You become a threat when you tell somebody, "Here's you're not in control of your mind. I know what's going on. You don't." You become a fucking alien asshole. Yeah. Um, until they f- realize that you do know what you're talking about. Well, you're not here to fucking hurt. Nobody them. wants to take a look at themselves. That's really well. As it goes back to a threat, if when you start becoming a threat to somebody. And you start telling them because again you got to look at it. Is the most it intimate thing is they put in our truth, Mark. Is that no. it? Because a lot Two. of people won't take a look at themselves because well, the if first they layer. realize that, then they go, "Oh fuck! Now what do I do?" It's the first layer is the threat. The first layer is the threat. Somebody's yeah. coming to, like for me, what it is a lot of times is for for somebody on the other side, they think it's like, "Is he gonna embarrass me? Somebody's gonna call me out?" Because people are so used to their shtick, like there's bullshit. And I've done this so much now, where like I've had people who are. They are all cock of the walk, like in their own little air area, and then I've had an interaction with them, and they know that I know, like they know they can't get away with that anymore. And some again, if they're the right person, it's really a good thing. But if it, if they're not ready, they will either I won't ever they'll go away. They just won't be around me, or they'll be well, violent. It will be they'll have a violent interaction, not violent like that fight. usually. Or fly. Yeah, right? they'll have no choice because they'll they'll go. They'll, they'll, their unconscious will think that I'm gonna somehow. Uh, uh, play the gotcha game to them and make embarrass them in front of somebody. Well, or no matter how much so, I tell them, like I'm well, not ever gonna ever fucking well, think, do that. I think initially it was really easy to just uh, take just uh, I don't know I I, I don't even oh, think it was threatening. But there was like there's um, I I think it was more ego to just kind of write you off as like okay it's he's easier. he's speaking of stuff that like I don't understand and the reason I don't understand it is because he's crazy. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly it. It's easy to just dismiss. Yeah. Instead it, of to accept yeah. and like go, all right, hey, I'm gonna go research what the fuck this crazy <laughs> guy's it, saying a little bit to see if there's there's truth to like, what he's it, saying. Yeah, how do you know? The accepting yeah. of how the truth. Know? That's the difficult part, right? Yeah, that well, truly I, is. I like, it, like to open up yourself to concepts or well, you gotta think about it. What you're actually you're not willing to accept. Well, you're actually entertaining. This is what I've had to explain to a lot of people, and this is where I've really learned a lot of patience on my end. Is what a, what you're what you're actually doing is, you got to think of it, you, you, you come to somebody, whether it's even a crush or anybody, you come to it your whole life, like, you built your whole perceptual, comf- I call it your comfortable certainty, your rug. Mm-hmm. Your, everybody has a rug. 
All right? And that's what I call it. Again, I'm just lucky that I've had a rug ripped out from underneath about three or four times um, in, in certain situations where, again, I'm just, I'm immune to it. There's no, no, nothing anybody can do because I went through the darkness. Like, not only if I went through the darkness, I got out and thought I was completely out only to find out to be dropped in. So I've been dropped twice hard mm-hmm. and in other ways too. And so it was all learning lessons about the rug, about the rug and the DMT and the psychedelics is what teaches you about the rug. And that's why I promote, if you want to be high performance, badass motherfucker up here, you got to incorporate psychedelics because the psychedelics will knock you off your high horse. Nobody, hardly anybody can knock you off your own high horse, even you. If you get into the ring with the psychedelic, it will show you your, what you need to see. And everybody needs to, to no matter what you are, you, you needed to, to have it loosened so you can be destroyed and go, okay, what's worth rebuilding? Because it's this whole rebuilding. It's like this, okay, mm-hmm. I rebuild this up. What's phony? What's shit? What's garbage? What's irrelevant? It's coming away anyway. It's worthless anyway. It's dragging me down. It's just going to fuck up everybody in my life. Yeah, but they can't see it. They can't Again, see it. It's this They're whole idea. It's like heavy baggage. You got hang-ups. Hang-ups... We, all these cliches come from the same thing. You have hangups and heavy. You can't take flight. You can't go anywhere because you got all this psychological baggage. You got too much heaviness, mm-hmm. and it goes right back to the Egyptian it's like a fighter, right? They don't want to do that. They don't want they they self destroy themselves. They they think the that time. they can Mike do Tyson something either by being out. by being overconfident. Like mm-hmm. um, so, so I would share this. Somebody might have a great mindset and believe in themselves. But yet they don't have the skill to do so. So what they'll do is they'll go on fight, get take fights, they lose, they'll make excuses, yeah. right? Because they didn't take the time to understand that their mindset was right, but their skill set wasn't proficient enough 100%. for their mindset. 100%. Right? So it's and now you take a person that's got a ton of skills, but they don't have the right mindset, right? And they go in there and they get beat up because they don't have tenacity or aggression or 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 those concepts. And that's the same You're thing. The is people are very unrealistic, uh, um, unrealistic. Um, uh, per, uh, what did I call it? Um, re- unrealistic expectations. You you think that that's it. And what's beautiful is fighting is the truth. You can't lie in there. And sometimes even if you have the right mindset and the right skill set, somebody's vision, for instance, like, I can't stand Henry Cejudo. I cannot stand that guy as a personality. But his skill set, his actions, his performance doesn't lie. So for those cases, I have to bypass that and go, he is a successful athlete. He's very good at what he does. You see what I'm saying? <coughs> so and and there's plenty of people that he's fought that I think are actually more superior than him, and I would love to see that. But then he retires, right? Mm-hmm. He he hits it and then he exits, you know. So I have a question for yeah. you, just because yeah. I, I I like hearing it and I I want to get it repeated because we're going to share these conversations. Yeah. You um you would message Victor every morning prior mm-hmm. to the fight with Jared Mazur. Can yeah. you talk about um, what what you told him? What what those conversations were? <coughs> like? um, because because there's the, there's goes clearly inside the, the pants, bro. Because <laughs> the cup does not go on the outside. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't right. know. So yeah, I'd like to uh, see how how, okay. how how level love bit can go. Well, so I'll share this. And mm. uh, oh, no, this, as a whole man, as a so, whole man. So check this out. Um, 
Let's see. Was it on That's Facebook? That's the thing about Dude, I, I, this no. is my favorite is thing. It on, on I would, Instagram? I would... Oh, God, it's gone. Okay, <laughs> so there's a picture of Victor, and this will play a part, right? Of when he's getting a belt <coughs> and his hands are up, right? Um, I saw that vision for Vic mm-hmm. a long time ago. Long time ago, I saw him as the 135-pound champ, okay? It didn't really matter who it was. I just saw the belt going around his waist, and I saw that, okay? When Vic went to compete against Jared, he was scared. Not scared, but nervous. He didn't feel 100% confident. And the reason why that is is because Jared is a worthy opponent. He really is. He was a straight worthy. Yeah, he's a very worthy adversary, right? (laughs) There's only one person that beat him, and that's Toby Misek, and he's in Bellator, and you can't deny his ability. You know what I mean? And he was a fe- specimen. Yeah, that guy yeah, was not. Sure. It was, yeah. was, he's was a brown belt. He's he's a solid competitor. Yes. Prior right? one thirty five champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. yeah he is. He, yeah, for a long time, a long, long time. <clears throat> so I saw that for Vic, and I saw him be a, a little bit nervous. And there's this video. <coughs> I don't know who the the video was by, but there's a football coach, and he's in the locker room, and he's talking to his players. And basically, it's like, we are champions. Yeah. Right? Okay. I love that. I used to play tons of football. It made me cry every time I heard it. Because, it of, because of his speech and because of the power that's behind it and what he's doing with it. Okay? They also came back at halftime and won. Yeah, that's exactly it. But it's also the power of belief. But that's why and we like those movies. movies. So, a reason. So, so there you go. Every And I did this one other time. I did this one at a time, and I'll share that too. Vic was a little bit nervous, and he was unsettled. And mm-hmm. so when I saw that, I knew that he, fair enough, he's going to go in front of everybody. It's the biggest fight. It's on Fight Pass. It's for a title. It's so my reputation. Hey, hey, it's my reputation. It's his reputation. Dwayne is aware. Everybody's aware. Right? Yeah, everybody's aware. So I texted him, and I said, and I used this with Coach Alex Fisher. He's a BMT coach. And he had confidence issues too a little bit right he didn't believe in himself and so i use this thing and i text both of them i've text both of them and then i say who am i and every day they would have to text me back i am a champion some days most days it was in little cap uh, and it was non-capitalized yeah it just says i am a champion i'm a champ and and you can hear it it's meek it's meek it's not it's not you know, laying it down the way it should with belief. And because I'm sure he didn't know to believe in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would text him they're, every day. And I would text him every day. And I'd make, you know, he'd mm-hmm. respond every day. And we're building that. I also sent book uh, <clears throat> a book to Vic and to Alex. It's called Champion's Mind. Uh, Dwayne's seen it, listened to it. It's a beautiful book. You want to build a champion or you want them to understand <coughs> the, the thought process of development for a champion mindset? That's a great book. It's a great book. You know what they call it? Uh, Champion's Mind. So I would text him every day, pushing towards we're getting close to the, to the fight. And I'd be like, you know, who the fuck am I? And he'd be like, I'm a motherfucking champion. And, and I would just push that and push that in class when we were get done at the end of class and when we get done with practice after we're done hitting pads. If he couldn't believe, it's because he couldn't see. So you've got to tell yourself with the visual, with the verbal, right? Uh, 
affirmations, mm -hmm. the verbal affirmations, I am, I am a champion. And then you start to believe. When you start to believe, then you can start to see. And when you can start to see, you're controlling your destiny towards where you're going. And that's what I was doing as a coach for Vic. Now, I gotta be honest, some people would say, oh, he has a weak mindset. He has this, he has that. He doesn't. Here's the difference, and, mm -hmm. and as a coach, he was vulnerable. But as a coach, it's my job to bring out his full potential. At his potential, I will help you walk until you can walk on your own. You don't have to find it. Let me help you find it. And that is the sequence that I used with Vic. To get him to see, to get him to believe, to get him to, to focus on what his potential is. And then let it express. Let it express. I did the same thing with Coach Alex. He won his title. He won his title the same way. I've coached two champions the same way. You, people, like <coughs> Mark is talking about, people have, and, and I know this, Vic, uh, or uh, Jake saw it. I didn't believe in myself when I was a drunk. Mm -hmm. And I had to have something inspire me. It, obviously, it was a negative event. It's never a positive event. There's that's no. right. That's no. Like, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah, right. It's always right. something shitty. Okay, right. but, but so, hold on. So, so, no, that's that's the activity to yeah. change. And then you, you've talked about it saying, dude, you did some amazing things. Mm -hmm. Because I started to believe in myself. Mm -hmm. I got rid of all this negative shit at times that was tearing <laughs> me down. The self-doubt, the drinking. Obviously, I didn't like myself. I didn't like my self-image, so I drink so that I would be that way, you know? People need to believe in themselves. And people are more capable of doing fucking anything that they put their mind to than they know. And usually the failure comes from them being in their own way because of their own insecurities, I their think own people let themselves off the hook. But oh, no, that's, that no, but that's exactly they, it. It's well, hey, easy. Well, hey, the reason they let them off the, self off the hook, because of the self-image. So imagine mm -hmm. this, you're a Olympic I'm athlete, you're Michael Phelps. What do you think Michael Phelps' image of himself is? A fucking high-performance athlete, right? Yeah. You think his self-image lets him off the hook much? You think he sits around and does shit like the, like we do? Like we're not working out right now? We're not Olympic Simmer. We're not. We don't have that image. Yeah. If we did, we would be. The image dictates everything. Yeah. Like literally, when I say yeah. everything, your image. I would be an Olympic. You know, it, it actually dictates our relationship because if I can't see what you mm -hmm. mean and you can't see what I mean, because again, it's all about image. I, it's why everybody goes, oh, okay, oh, I see what you mean. When the aha, where there was dark, the lights weren't on. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see what you mean now. Lights go on. Because the image came into head. Which means, again, it's really this idea of local phenomena. We become one. The seeing, what you, I see what you mean is the manifestation of a chord. And it's mm -hmm. not just us becoming one. It's us becoming one with the cosmos because you just run with reality. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. It's like, oh... Like the truths are like congruent. Like they're they're not our truths or they're not us. They stand. They don't need us. They don't need us to advocate for them. They're not mine. They're not yours. When we get together, we go. Oh, we got a good truth. They don't know what we're doing. Okay. Well, we got our truth over here. Oh, okay. Well, all four of us. It doesn't work like that. Truth will go. Fuck you. I don't need any of you guys. I love you guys, but fuck you. <laughs> don't need it. Been here a while. Don't need you. <laughs> and so it's like. Even if we get, oh, we all got on the same page and we're all about the truth, 
It's not our truth. Whatever happened, dude. That's it. That right there. That is what I saw. It's shady. The image. I knew it was Vic. I knew the belt was around his waist and his hands were up. Everything else, no. Right? But the image of Vic. It was the destination and then figuring out the That's road it. That's exactly it. And see, the part is about this, this is a coach. Some <laughs> fighters can see that for themselves. You know, like Connor. I gotta be honest, right? Like his coach does mm-hmm. his things, but see, Connor could see it before, right? And I hate even. Mm-hmm. I think Connor as a person is kind of a douche, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, but I understand yeah. his but marketing. Really I understand yeah. his imaging. I understand his strategy. Probably so mad at me to have a one right? time. But, but have some whiskey. Yeah. But yeah. as far as as far as that for the fighter, the coach's job is to carry that. To help people, right? And and right, like Vic is an amateur, it, uh, you know. Now he's professional, mm-hmm. and now he's working at a at a position here to get higher to the to the world class level. He's got to think like a world class athlete. He's got to focus. He's got to he's got to visualize himself. And if he isn't the carrier, I like I'm helping him there. Yeah. But he's got to be the one to do it for the rest of the way. He's got to believe in himself. Yeah. He's got to see it. But here's He's the got thing. to drive. Here's the know? funny thing about all that. And here's the thing is, is, is I'm sure you well know and everybody knows. And here's the fucking thing about self-image and such because it's a process. It's not a destination. It doesn't just once you get to one thing that it's all good because what, what you find out, and this is what's so shitty and, and it's fun too. And it's better to talk about it because, and actually, again, this is what makes good content for the radio. Mm-hmm. Like Fix got to redo his deal. What he's no matter what he ain't escaping. Am I a one trick pony? Do I have what it takes? Yeah. And here's the deal. Same thing with Seth is going to be too. Is okay. What if Vic loses? Then okay. What then? What? What? what, what you will. You know, what do we do? We what, go back to the drawing board and we but, do it again and get but, better. But whether what, we win or whether we what lose. will happen is that no matter what, even if like you you're, yeah. you do all of the work and you're doing really good yeah. mentally, what will and you go, this is why you can pay attention to what's really cool about stalking yourself. Yeah. Those feelings will arise. You'll feel that that mm-hmm. that self image going. You know, again, this is what's really cool, and this is where practice comes in. You'll see it come in, like when something's taken from you and you don't, you don't succeed. It will feel, let it feel, and you will, you will feel yourself go into mm-hmm. that same, you did, you did, whatever. You'll start even start feeling like somebody. Oh, oh, maybe I should drink. Maybe I'll just stop. Maybe I'll sleep in more. Whatever it is, those feelings will arise if you win one, two. It takes. A series of wins till you become immune and conditioned mm-hmm. until you realize, oh, that's what happens. That's what happens. The win and the loss doesn't mean anything. It, it, exactly. Yeah. But that's what you have to get to. You got, that's what I was telling Vic and everybody. It's like, yeah. cut to the chase. So. Fuck, fuck everybody. It's about, I don't give a fuck what happens. You could be, and that's the way I look at fighting, and I always did too, is everybody, it's always somebody better ass, and everybody, yeah, and you get... And it could not but be here's their day. The it could here's be their lot, day. Lot they could happens. be fucking in the zone. I yeah. mean, it is like. But that. here's the thing about somebody that that you don't ever want to fuck with is in the guy. The guy. And this is again where I come from, um, because I, you, I will. You'll kill me. I'll figure it out. Like I'm not afraid to get in there and get the fucking shit kicked out of me because I've gotten the shit kicked out of me. But by God, you ain't getting the better of me. If there's an infringement and you beat the fuck out of me, you had better. Kill me, put me away, or whatever. Because if it's if the infringement is enough, I'm coming back and back. I'll learn. Mm-hmm. You beat me once, I'll get in that ring again. I'll get better because I know my abilities and my capabilities in my fucking will. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck who it is. You may beat me a hundred times. That hundred and ten, I will promise you, I will outsmart you. I will promise you, I'll outwork you. So I'll, show I'll this promise, way. no matter what it is. Beat one. me to fucking death. I knew Vic would be a champion when <laughs> we went to Denver. Same with business. We went to Denver. <laughs> and we ran into uh, Juan, Tim Elliott, Joseph Benavides, Eric Sheldon, Brandon Moreno. 
Now, remember when I said we were going to take some breaks because this is going to be a really long podcast? This is one of those breaks. Take a break. Go to the bathroom. Or don't. Go in your pants. Or, or don't, because that's gross. Anyway, we'll be back with more of Woken Baked in just a moment. So relax. Enjoy some music. As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Vic rolls over, goes to his knees. Tim's punching him. Vic works yeah. up, getting punched in the face. Tim takes him down. Gets him yeah, Vic punches him in the face. <laughs> Tim's like, like he, he beats, beats, he beats <laughs> him up. He beats him up. Vic, no, Vic gets beat up yeah. for two rounds. Like that, it's done. And, and, and you can see that Vic is disappointed. And, and I look at Vic and I say, well, that's a world-class athlete right there. He's a fighter. He's a world-class fighter. That's what we need to aspire to be like. Now you really know where you're at. God, now, dude, taking a pummeling right? like that is. So, but, he, but, but it wasn't brutal. Yeah. He wasn't like you, you know. But he just like. But it's just the idea of it. But it's just the idea of it. The first yeah. time you ever get you know, manhandled, like hey, remember the feeling yeah. the first time yeah. where you think there's a man and then another man grabs you. First time you hit the mat. But listen, no quit, no quit. He never once quit. There was never quit. Now I'll share this with you. This is when I knew he was going to be a champion. The next day. He came in training at Dominion's with a mindset that I've never seen him before. Focused, ready, listening. He was committed. Committed. So that let me know that if he ever had a tough fight, he's not quitting. Yeah, big time. That's a big, if, big, big If element. he gets beat up, he's not going to cower. <coughs> he will face that adversity. <coughs> He has what can't be taught. Yep. He has no quit. Okay? He has no quit. He doesn't want to quit. It's, it's not like for fame. You know, it's even it's really who he period. is. No, that's I really mean, who he is. Fighter. And when you see him the next day, it, when I was talking to him, different person. Yeah. And that's how I knew that, like, literally, like, I even say this now, Vic needs to leave small town, so Dr. and he needs to go where the professionals are. 
Because Iron Sharpens. He needs athletes. The only way you can do it. For him to reach his full potential. Yep. To be where he possibly can be. Because I've already seen it. I've already seen it with Tim. I've already seen it with the next day and how he behaved. So I saw another guy. Can you, can you learn? It's a learning I saw, curve. I saw another if you got guy, that ingredient, you can get into that. It's exactly what well, exactly with hockey. Yeah, see, that's it. Character. He has character. And Custom Auto touched, touched yeah. a bunch on that. Oh, yeah. Big I could see that with him. Character. I could see that with him to begin with, just off the. Just yeah. as a guy. Well, yeah. And you can tell, you can tell the way it, it, where he's talking now. Is he's even some of these messages are starting to get in about the bigger picture? You know, it's not about fighting and winning titles because at the end of the day, again, asking any prize fighters, it's about what can you teach these kids about what you've learned along the way? Yeah, just what the idea is. I get in there and I got fucking pummeled and I didn't go away and I learned and I and I fought and and no matter what, I'm not going. I always I always love the uh, custom auto's definition of like character is doing something you hate doing, like you love to do. uh, Hundred. I I say that same thing. with my guys about accounting and doing all the paperwork. Because again, by and large, the cannabis people are black market people, or people in general. Yeah. You don't want to do all of the things that make, the, what it takes to be a successful business uh, uh, owner, which means work. budgeted, <laughs> response, physical responsibility. You can't be yeah. just impulsively, no, that's oh, this true. is a good idea, this is a good idea, this is a good idea. Um, you got to actually. Says the guy launching Red Run Media. <laughs> so. Yeah, well. Yeah, people don't usually understand that. I gotta throw this out. Um, Jake and I were supposed to be at a movie premiere tonight at 7. It turns out the movie was at 1 and 4, not at 7. My wife is texting me, asking me how the movie is. Good. Why the fuck are you texting me if you think I'm at the movies? You can only only record would be this audio. She's listening on Red Rock Radio. (laughs) Nobody's listening to this. This is she certainly won't be. We got an audience of zero. She's trying my iPhone. Yeah, she's trying to see if you're lying. She's yeah. listening on the radio right now. She probably is. We got we got a caller. She's got the Find My Phone app, and it's like. How's the movie, motherfucker? What, what, <laughs> what is her name? Yeah, how dare you do anything fun? I have the kids. <laughs> well, she got the kids and she's got the dog. By the way, um, so so Vic. While we're on the topic of Vic, Vic came over the house. He he uh, he helped me. He, he fixed some shit up around my house. By the way, he fixed stuff that like certified electricians couldn't fix. He's just he's got a fucking brain. yeah. He's he's smart man. He's Vic very is. smart. Yeah. Um, so he, he we have ducks. We have some ducks home. that hatch. <laughs> and uh, Vic's like, I want. Can I have one of your ducks? Can I have one of your ducks? And I said, like, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. So um, our female duck, she laid like eighteen eggs, and only four of them like hatched, hatch. And so my wife was like, I can't, I can't give him one of that. We we, we hand raised these ducks. I can't do it. I can't do it. So uh, this week we drove to Homer and we drove to Anchorage. So that we could have a duck that Victor could pick out. <laughs> that's, yeah, I saw that. So, so a there's like there's like a, a fear of of not death, but a severe like I don't want to lie to Victor and say you can have a duck and not have a duck for him. Yeah. But it's you like a duck? we got the champs. We got to we got to we got to get the champ a I, duck. I'll tell you, the champ wants a duck. Yeah. We're gonna get him a damn his, duck. His pit bulls I, are hungry. I tell you the one thing that was uh, I'll tell you one thing about that fight that was again it was it was awesome. it was really cool for me because it's been a long time. You know I, I grew up kind of just doing that. Me guy and boys and, and doing that and enjoy that and so it was like again 10 years I mean again a long time since they even went out and even went to an event like that and watched that like literally 10 years or more um, 
and not knowing what to expect. But I, right at the, again, I had the feeling too. I just knew. I just knew. I knew good. I, I, I knew good I things. Figured were gonna happen. Happen. I figured it was going to happen. I figured it was going to happen. But I tell you, what, did, did, did you hear? Did you actually hear us? Because it was no. Tim and Ryan and I. And we got effing wild because there was one point again. I, I watched that like that fight with a fine tooth comb, and I tell you, with a couple things that was surprising, is right off the bat you could clear. I could clearly see that the it was out strategized or out coach. But what two things that got me was how conditioned and not how conditioned and uh, um, potent, like how quick and and fast throughout. His whole—it wasn't just conditioning; it was the athleticism and the the, it's the a fucking athlete. There's yeah, no the athleticism. I was I was surprised. I was mm. expecting a little more dull, just because of the natural. Again, it's just a, it is. He it was sharp and he was explosive. Um, and he's fucking powerful, dude. When he's he hit that one guy, it was the down. one body I'm shot. I think. And he's it, strong man. It, you knew right away. I, it, it almost like you could tell right from the guy's entire shot disposition. He knew it was fucking panic. That was like a body shot. I think it was a body shot, and it was. And then he just kind of pumbled on him, and it. Uh, um, well, Vic hits. It was Vic a, hits real hard. Dude. Yeah, he, that, he hits so that's hard. what I'm saying. It He's was, hit me, and I've seen green. Like you so, know, like I've been hit. You've it seen was black, explosive. But no, I've been hit. I still sparred, and I was seeing green colors. Like while I'm smart, you know, like that's how you know. Like you got but it was clear the guy you know? couldn't do his he leg game or his, whatever his game is because you could tell he was getting front. Like he was doing a. He was trying stuff and it was not happening. You see, was he a leg guy? He's a classic. I don't know anything about classic grappler versus uh, striker. Um, okay, because it was clear and, he was having issues. And, and Victor's Victor is he was a state champion as a white belt, right? Which is you know like which is which is really which is good. There's a lot of white belts in the state in jujitsu. Yeah, he's he's a white belt okay. in jujitsu, um, but he was a state champion in that. His his because of coaching. Uh, well, you know that's a, a big part of it, but he is an athlete. Down. But his anti jujitsu um, was 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 stellar. Everything that his opponent tried was well, unsuccessful. Well, that's because we looked at everything that his opponent did mm. that was good. And so, when you're in a crisis state, what are you going to do? Go to what you know. There you go. Well, so it, now it's predictable, right? When so he, we prepared for that. When everything he went for the legs, wanted to it do, didn't yeah. do any good. Um, same I, entry, same behavior, same. Do you tactic think they did? Do you, again, do you think it's a, a, another textbook case of overconfidence bias? Did they do anything to prepare? Oh no, so, they did the so, same thing that they always do. So I, yeah, I, I will. That's exactly what I would think. Okay, um, and this this may end up getting me some shit later on down the road, but <laughs> I knew that Victor was going to win <clears throat> when I interviewed Jared uh, because it, Jared was was I don't want to say he was dismissive, but he didn't and... he didn't know. Exactly. You, you, you don't exactly. fucking know. We're we're a, a small fight team in the middle of nowhere. It's same thing when the dudes from Kachikan came through in the very next fight. The two dudes from um, uh, Nesto, I forget his name, and the current 145 champion. These dudes came from nowhere, and and they swept that night. They they beat everyone that night uh, because uh, well for a bunch of different reasons because they were better on that night. But it was that. They they believed in themselves, which is a very big thing, but they had a lot of time to practice. You're in Kachikan in the middle of winter. Yep. There's not a whole lot else well, to do than also, practice killing. Let's uh, let's take this into consideration too, shoot. and we'll just make this a good a good concept. When you're a champion, what keeps you a champion? A philosophy. Not not believing you're the champion. Which so is a philosophy, yeah. Right. So when you become when you're the, the champion, you gotta work twice as hard. 
Because yeah. everyone's coming for your shit. Because, yeah. No, because everybody that's in front of you is a motherfucking champion. Hey, you rather remove the whole thing. Right? Hey, if you treat everyone in front of you when you're the champion as if they're the motherfucking champion, then that belt's not yours. You need to fucking earn that belt. When you go in that cage, like when Vic goes back in that cage, that belt's Hungry. not his. That belt's gone. He lost it has the belt. To be a, yeah, it has to be. A, that's you okay. gotta fucking fight for that belt. In. That's my motherfucking belt. When you're the top school in the state, and Legacy is, like, there's no doubt about it. Overall champions, mm-hmm. um, their jujitsu, like, what they do, right? They they have a plethora of great athletes, right? They when you're to- that school, and you're so used to beating everybody's ass because nobody takes it seriously, right? Or they, you, you understand, you've, you've fought enough people to know their strengths and their weaknesses. See, we're the un, we were the unknown. <clears throat> He's known. We see what he does. We've had plenty of time to study him. They underestimated his coaches. They underestimated his physical ability and his skill set. And Kenai always, and, and, always and, gets and, it. And that That's the perfect. best part. That's absolutely perfect. That's and that's not an insult, it. but when you're the best, you tend to overlook. Mm-hmm. If you're truly the best, you will yep. never mm-hmm. overlook your oh, opponent. You build a council. You will never underestimate them. You want to be but the you best. will believe in <laughs> yourself to the fullest extent, in my opinion. So you want to be the champion and the worst fighter at the gym at the same time. Yeah. So here's a question for you. Um, how how important was it for to, to start the fight in, in the southpaw position? Oh well we I well we talked about it on the podcast before. Um, this is so funny because uh, Daniel Cormier talked about something. I can't remember the fight, but he was talking about being open stance, and he goes, "Yeah, man, when you're open stance, you don't want to shoot the double leg because the knee is there, so you're looking to get your head outside for the head outside single or the head inside single, so your position's good, so you're safer." Well, that's what Jared does. He shoots the double leg, and um, and if so, if you're orthodox, he'd shoot the double leg, and if you're southpaw, he'd shoot the head outside single. So it was imperative to have outside foot position to stop him from shooting. So he doesn't want to shoot the double leg, and you don't give him outside foot position so he can have the head inside or the head outside single. That stops that. Also, he's throwing his right hand. Now we've made that distance longer by having an open stance. Um, Toby Misek um, beat him up with leg kicks in the fourth round, so he never had an answer for that. So we utilized leg kicks to beat up Jared. That's going to fatigue him and make him weak. We knew that once he uh, got hit and wasn't being successful, also we knew like his cardio wasn't was good for two rounds, and then it would fade because he only does jujitsu. He doesn't really practice MMA the way that he needed to, and that's why I said we figured we'd finish him in the third and fourth round, not the first or the second. Um, and that's why we had Vic primed for five rounds, right? Were you surprised yeah. uh, that it was as, as short a fight as it was? No. Uh, well, yes and no. Um, the reason why it went even shorter, well, number one, I'll tell you this. I was impressed that Jared was catching Vic a lot more in the exchanges. Um, that's because Vic was looking a lot. He got caught looking a lot. Yeah, uh, uh, he got caught looking instead uh, of leading. He he was uh, looking and Jared was just catching and countering. And um, for that to be said, like Vic is fighting in his weak stance. He's not fighting in his he, strong did, stance. Did he get uh, hit many times square when he was no, looking? No, I know no, 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 no. He, he just got caught. Yeah. And, and Jared yeah. was throwing good punches. Um, none of those damaged Vic. Except <clears throat> the one up against the cage when he got caught square. That was a good one. Um, and Vic told me, he's like, that I felt it, but it didn't hurt me. 
right? Mm. So mm. everything that Jared threw didn't hurt Vic. Nice. You know nice. what I mean? Yeah, that's what like I he never never got black. You know, like what yeah. I mean? Like he or never lost the contract. Lost yeah, exactly. Game plan so even though Jared blanking. caught him with the biggest, like, right? <laughs> so we just looked at like strategies. One thing I loved that Vic did was is he kept octagon control and kept Jared's back to the cage because Jared's just going to try to run over there and run this into is, the cage. This is all BS, by the way. And he totally did Southpaw because Rocky was Southpaw and everyone yeah. knows exactly. Southpaws are yeah. cool. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's way, it sounds way cooler than Orthodox. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. so ultimately... We knew to recenter, keep the center of the octagon, keep control. After Jared um, headbutted him with 30 seconds left in the first round, uh, we got done. And then I, I looked, I had to handle the cut, which was sucky because of the circumstances we were dealt. Not even gonna, not even gonna comment about that. Yeah. One. Um, <laughs> but then I didn't really need to say anything to Vic at the end of the round. I just looked at him. He looked at me, and we nodded and he knew that he needed to go out and put pressure and something i love is like if you watch that fight in the first half of the second round that the closest part of it you can actually watch the evolution i'm telling vic touch and pull touch and create touch and pull because jared was looking to catch and counter and i'm like faints give me some faints and touch pull and create mm -hmm. and and the reason why i say that is like jared's looking for the right hand and then all of a sudden vic like kind of pulled out of the way and he realized that and, and this is what's so beautiful about it is in Vic in a championship fight in real time evolved right then and there. Uh, and he saw cool. it and now he starts fainting <laughs> to draw Jared and Jared bites on it. And from then on out, I knew that the fight was like going to be over. Jared stress. Um, he, he didn't want to stand when his strategy wasn't working and his cardio was failing. Uh, and then we knew that when he got desperate... He would shoot. So then he did. He went for the shot on Vic. And then they scrambled, got up towards Cage. And I remember talking about this with Vic. I'm like, anytime he goes to submit you, attack him. So like, say he's going for the Kimura. I'm like, hit him. Hit him anytime. Because think about it. In jujitsu, you don't get hit. Nope. Right? So you can attack and attack and attack. Or you can be patient and wait for somebody to do something else. But if you're giving it to them mm -mm. now you're attacking and hurting them they have to change their position they can't just lay there and and and, and be offensive with jiu-jitsu he has to move now or get punished and Vic would have broke his ribs right so that's what stopped the kimura attack and then uh we also worked uh for the knee bar defense we knew that as soon as he was in a stressful state and we were down there on the ground that he was going to look for the knee bar with the same step over entry as he always does you know, and we just watched for that and we worked with Vic and he's got shorter legs. So we knew that it would be a lot easier to kick out and get out and then reset. Yeah. So, um, since the fight, since Victor won the belt and we've had, uh, we've had, we've had some people stuck in the house. Pandora's yeah. box has been open and Satan Jesus. rules the world now. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Um, COVID. So yeah. what's, uh, well, has the AFC reached out to you guys? No, because Anchorage and everything else is going on. So up there, there hasn't been any communication. There's nothing. Or See, that's what's that. great. It's like but that's okay. Really... We're we're still working. Yeah. We've still been training. We're still doing what we're doing. We're getting. Uh, we're looking is. at mm -hmm. what he did right. We're looking at what he did wrong, and we're working on just getting better. So we're trying to utilize but, that time. That's it. Even though we won, right? And that's it. As a coach, I felt bad because like, this kind of a dick move, you know. Yeah, it's. This, I got done, I and I was like, I'm like, dude, I'm so proud of you. But we got shit to work on. Go ahead and celebrate tonight. <laughs> celebrate tonight. 
but that's it, right? Like, yeah, it's, next it's, we're over on to back to work. That's, right? so, that's so how it is. It's like, hey, hey, congrats. Um, you looked like absolute garbage in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, now, let's get better. Okay. Uh, I said foot on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so in your mind, what's uh, what's next? We've had we've had a few months pass by. Well, we just need um, to get we need to make sure we're training, get on point, keep doing what we're doing. Um, look for a worthy opponent. I think Jared is going to look to fight somebody. I think it, um, something I could see happening, which would be cool. Either way, is if Jared Jared needs to beat somebody, and then maybe a rematch for a title. Um, I'd like to see Vic defend his title. There's another guy out there. Um, I think he's like five and one um, from Wasilla. He's the one that fought John George, and John got hurt or you know got his arm dislocated. So if that's a fight that they wanted to make, then that's fine. Um, if Nick has somebody else that's from outside, I'd like to see that fight too. Um, and then if Jared earns his you know trip back, then we're, we'd be more than willing to. I'm sure Vic would be more than willing for the rematch. I don't see a dilemma in that. Um, that way they know it's no fluke and Vic beats them again. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other uh, fighters that are prepping for AFC debuts that you, you uh, Yeah, fight? I think Chris Trafon. We're kind of working with Chris Trafon and trying to build him up. He's like 5 and uh, five and 0, oh, 5 and 1 or 5 and 0 oh as an amateur. <clears throat> and so we're going to have him make his AFC debut. He did a lot of his stuff down in the States. There's uh, four other fights and we have one up here. So. And, you know, the, the one thing, let me kind of let, throw this a little bit in here. This is, <coughs> I, I really think with our situation and also with just MMA and all this stuff, so where it's going to go, like with anybody, it's like the, the, the coach or anybody's going to be, whoever has the best philosophy, whoever is like stands the test of time mm-hmm. of who can and has the most meaningful shit to say, because what you're going to see, kind of see it with a lot of these MMA guys and stuff like that is it's hard for... The people to work with other people. It's hard for people to be on the same team. Everybody splits their team. Everybody has all of these issues. They have all these issues. So right now you're going to have all of these fraction school, all of this fraction, fraction, because they're not yet right with ego yet. It's just the way it is. Um, and so they're going to be my my way, my show, all this other stuff. And so they're going to be competing philosophies. And whoever starts coming out with, um, not when I'm being philosophy, it's the philosophy and the ecosystem born of that philosophy, yeah. which means... You've touched on everything. You're motivating and you're calling. Because again, why would anybody go to Duke? Why would anybody go to the coach? Why would anybody? It's because they want to play for, or why would to play for him Lombardi? Because he inspire like the people will fucking flock to the people who inspire them to their core. And then if you want to create champions, like stables of champions mm-hmm. in your sleep, you have to inspire them with the right story, the real reality of meaning. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Is it to win a belt? Is it to do this? Is it all this or all this other shit that most coaches and most sporting people, all the way <coughs> all the bro science that they say, well, it's all really meaningless and cliche. Mm-hmm. So now all the cliche shit's been spun out. So you got to t- t- like touch to a deep, deep, deeper root. And so all of that has to be a uh, uh, whole man <coughs> broken down to all these little tiny components, health. Nutrition, mm-hmm. breathing, cold, all of these therapies, all the things like we actually all talk about, yeah. each of them have to be broken and developed. And each of those aspects that build the fighter, mm-hmm. health, mindset, image, philosophy, or morning rituals, dedicate every, yeah. every, nutrition, how you work out, every, who you, tra- all these things, like every little component What's, goes into that. And so you're going to want to build a, 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 a coherent ecosystem, a cosmos. Yeah. 
uh, built on the greatest philosophy that you can pull out that is, um, you know, that's going to, again, it's going to tend, uh, stand the test of time because it goes right to what, again, what I would, what you have to tell these champions, like Vic or anybody, what it gives them real meaning. Like if, if you want a guy that's going to goddamn destroy the, I mean, like be the baddest ass mm -hmm. in there. It's like you do it for your kid. Like it has to be about uh, something more because it's not about you winning that belt. It's about the fucking. It's no one's time. coming. It's like yeah. no one's coming for your kids or to help your I gotta people. Show you some it's notes. you. I gotta show and you. And so you some gotta notes. build. You build warriors. The the championships are a byproduct. Yeah, they're no, a no, fucking no. byproduct. I gotta share some notes with you from Trevor about what you just said. Yeah. You will be fucking. Well, like there's hundred percent. That's why he's got nineteen champions. Anybody starts. Yeah. It's not again. Well, it's not gonna deviate from that. Something I'm gonna share too. Yeah. Is don't just build a fighter. Like build a martial artist. Build the next layer. Invest mm -hmm. in that guy. If you just build a fighter, all he's gonna be able to do fight. So what happens when his fight career is over? Yeah. yeah. A sovereign. Build, build a coach. Game. Yep. Build a martial arts, build a coach, teach him the why's, the house. Right, well, you know, but that's but, it. Yeah, it's yeah. an ambassador. Right? It's like what I'm talking about with these tools. So he can give back. Yeah. He also has, like, like NFL players, right? You, they go play football. They make their millions. They get done. They retire. Mm -hmm. They go broke. And then what do they do? Or they take an injury and their millions are gone. And then what do they do? Well, they didn't have a college education back in the day. Now they have a college education, degrees and shit. Mm -hmm. And now they mm -hmm. can go and be an analyst or whatever. Yeah. You know? And that's something that I've always tried to do with Vic. Vic is going to be a very, 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 very amazing coach. I, I already know it. Like, yeah, well, that's, that's it. See, you know? that, that's funny because this is something, and that's why I asked you what, like, your what success is for this uh, project. But see, this is interesting because you, you earlier you had mentioned, um, you know, your image of Vic as a champion. Um, because my thing is, you start with you start with the result you want, and then work backwards. Universe engineer. Yep. Yeah, and um, but what's funny is you've actually you. Um, you see him as the coach in the future and you're actually working backwards from there where most people would see the final product would be like when he defends his belt the third time or something. So um, that I think is very cool. Well, yeah. part of this too, and I want to share, and this is important to, uh, because I saw it outside mm -hmm. it and I knew I was on the right path yeah. when I saw it. I watched, Dwayne doesn't always tell TJ Dillashaw what to do. Yeah. When they have a conversation about fighting and strategizing or tactics that they're going to utilize, it's a mutual thing. Yeah. I know that Dwayne sees things from a perspective that TJ doesn't see yet, yeah. but TJ's no dummy. Yeah. TJ understands why he's doing what he's doing and how he's doing it. That means he has to be educated. He's just not in there seeing it. A lot of people are like, your fighter just needs to see it. And there's truth to that. Mm -hmm. But a real elitist will know why he's doing yeah. what he's doing. He's not, he's, not, he's not thinking about it in the fight. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. thinking about it. But he's thought about it a million times in uh, practice. He, know, he's and thought he, about, was, he knows how to program his unconscious. That's he's exactly. thought about it enough to yeah. go, I'm going to program my unconscious the right way to do the right well, things when it comes out. Well, and, and that's yeah, it's it. like, yeah. I can't learn anything without the why. Yeah, and, mm -hmm. well, see, and that's why when I saw that, mm -hmm. I knew. Yeah. Like, I would build them. But a lot of people don't have the patience. They just want to mm -hmm. go and hit things. They they think that that's the solution. Mm -hmm. I can hit hard. You know, you ever had oh, yeah. that? Well, you have you've held plenty of pads, so you know. Have you ever had the guy that just always hits hard and you can't teach him nothing? Yeah, you always have that guy. Oh, yeah, okay, so how do you get through to him? How I I'll share how I did. I'll tell you but, how I did okay. too as well. But. How 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 did you go about it? 
Um, I have what I call the slow jab. Okay. Um, where it's, so we'll be working mids and, you know, I'll be like, okay, you know, you need to like position yourself this way, position yourself that way. Um, and then, you know, they'll throw a combo, they'll throw their super hard combo. And then I'll very slowly reach out and tap them on the head. It's like, you, you didn't even slip that. You know? Okay. And then that's like when it starts clicking. Oh wait, there's more to this, you know? And then I'll have them, you know, do a little bit. And it's like, no, you you want to angle out. You want to, you know, you want to. Right. So you give them a thought process and yeah. you get them aware then, that there's more than just hitting hard. Yeah. And then nice. they, they start hitting, you know, they start doing their thing and then I'll just reach out super slow, tap them in the head again. Nice. And they're like, I can't believe you got me again. And so all of a sudden now, like they're thinking more about like, when am I, when is that coming out? And over time I can shoot it out like super yeah, fast. Yeah, you're teaching being reactivity good. <laughs> so what I do with the new student is, is I take <laughs> my pads off. Yeah. And I make them take their gloves off. And then I make them punch my hands. Yeah. Because now they can see hands. It's not a target. And they realize, like, they can hurt. Right? Yeah. So they don't want to hurt their coach. And they don't <laughs> want to hurt their hands. So, because it's common, right? You mm -hmm. see this. People hit a bag. They put on their gloves. And they go beat on a bag. And the moment you put on pads, they, they go, bag! <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> you're a bag! Right, so now they want what they want to do is just show you how hard they yeah. can. Yeah, oh, hit. yeah, no, they're trying to make and it. And so, to get them to digress, right, because yeah. you know, like I know, hitting hard is a technique, yeah, right, mm -hmm. and, and how you put it together. I just took off my mitts and I made them take off their gloves, and that's how I stopped them from hitting hard. Nice, right? I took them out of that crisis scenario mm -hmm. and I made them digress. I, you know, I used Isn't to, that funny? No, Isn't that it, funny? It I love it because it's the same modality of what you're yeah. talking about. You're making them aware that there's more here. Mm -hmm. And well, I'm that, well, getting them to be aware that I'm not a bag. Yeah. Well, you're right? also, by that, what, what you're doing there is an example of they're in a trance state, which means they're in a sequence. Mm -hmm. There's no mind. So yeah. they're swept up in the sequence. So hit again, hard, they're hard. animating. They're not mindful. They're not even there. Because mm -hmm. again, a mindful fighter is present and he's moving yeah. there and he has an arsenal. And the only way the only way that you can kept, you can get them to think is exactly your both examples are exactly it. You're creating the distance from the self. Mm -hmm. you give him something to think else to think about. Now he's instead of he's watching himself, watch himself. Yeah. Put put them in a learning state. And then so now again you oh now you, you well, put you put them in a learning state. And the only way to do that is to put first of all the thing is <clears throat> you can think about this too. It's just with your it's a big thing with your wife or your or your especially your wife. It's the best thing with your wife or your loved one or your girlfriend. When you start, when you start getting into a that that fight or whatever, and you can you can see that is yeah, is a lot of times it's gonna then you're gonna conduct that poison, and it's gonna be a trance. Yeah. It, it, there will be no mind there, and again, you can have this conversation before or after. And it's like it's meaningless if we're in a trance state. Again, if if there's there's no meaning here, it's just a waste of our time. We we don't need to be doing this. We've done this to dozens mm -hmm. and dozens of time, and it just there's nothing here. It's, so. We always get into these these trance states, so you have to kind of find a way. Because again, once you realize this, because I did it, and it's like the greatest thing in the fucking like the greatest thing you can do is is a is a, a specific man, but as a human being, mm -hmm. when you stop having the meaning, you stop conducting the meaningless conversations with your mother, your fuck everybody. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not gonna have a motherfucking word with you if we're not here fucking meaning. We're here. And if we're in a trance state, which means, okay, go through your shit, go through your story, okay, I got you, all right, you done? Hell, oh, the best way is actually, actually, you want to fuck people up by being, this is the best thing in the world, 
Tell me your, listen to them intently. Recap it for them. Repeat this is it. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Recap it to them. Do I have it all correct? Did I miss anything? Did I have it correct? Get them to confirm it is correct. Yeah. That alone, they don't even. Well, first of all, well, they don't. Even, you've satisfied. They don't even know what to they've do. They've been heard. They've been heard. Exactly. They've been Validation's heard. huge. No, that, that, that is nine exactly. times. Well, that's yeah, what invokes the trance state. That's yeah. and rightfully so. Yeah. So if they felt they've been heard, then they can actually. You give them the margins of the space to become conscious. If you don't give them any margins, what do they do? Same with the fighter. They have to fight for that objective. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And you're the adversary, and, and even though you're reactive. the lo love of the life. Yeah. <laughs> even people who. Legitimately love each other. Legitimately love each other. Do it on the regular. Well, that's they don't magic. Well, that's also the cycle of violence, mm -hmm. too, man. Yeah. Well, then same yeah, shit. Yep. Same mm -hmm. shit. Same shit. You know. But the thing is, is once you know it, now it's not. It doesn't. It, it's awkward. It's like right, doing anything. It's awkward. Once you know it, you figure it out. It's awkward. You try it. Doesn't work out the way it is. Stick with it. Figure it out. And then all of a sudden. You figure out, once you just even stop becoming a bridge for poisonous energy, because it's energy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Emotions, yeah. energy, emotion. Well, no, that's it. Yeah. And you, if you can't articulate your emo emotion, that's why my boy Pena talks about we've got two bank accounts, financial and emotional. Emotional governs the bank account. How you govern your emotional bank account is ev every, <laughs> when I say everything Till. in life, yeah. I mean Till. everything in life. Because nine times out of ten, what <laughs> happens to most people, again, if you don't orient your day emotional right. Emotional buys. You will, you're, you're a, a crossroad, a crossroad with your wife can ruin your whole day. So it takes your emotional bank account, starts out, well, everybody starts out the same currency. And within the first hour, a guy that could have a tremendous, pretty productive day is if you get your bank account drained out, your productivity could go yeah. down the drain. All and it's not your wife's fault, it's not your kid's fault, no, it's you managing it's your, your dumbass fault. A yeah. hundred. A hundred percent. That's when I mean so hundred. I, I mean, I remember learning, and I still oh, fucking fight this. I still, oh, fight oh, this. Yeah, I still yeah. yeah, I still fight. But this. It, so when like, you when you fight it, what you got to do is, is be I'm gentle like, to yourself, yeah. but hold yourself accountable. Go. Yeah. That's resistance. It shows you where you are. Yeah. If you're fighting it, it is residual resistance. It means you still got work to do, and so it doesn't mean that's a bad thing. It means I got to figure out some shit, and then it'll. The thing is, is once you're on this path. This is the coolest thing. And this is where some of that silly-ass uh, Bible shit comes uh, into play, though. Knock and you'll receive. It's fucking true. Well, there's all you got to do, words, all, once you're on the path and you ask, and you, and you ask about their, like, like, universe knows. It knows yeah, when, you, know you can't fuck with it. There's when it knows that you're being the you real deal. To me. Ever since you said that to me. When it you knows. You fucking lie to the universe. And that's got kind of the secret. So, like, if you think Don't of something do and you're Don't trying do to do something exactly. and you're not maybe being honest about how it goes. And I not, don't mean, like, honest or, like, lying in a way, but just not truthful with yourself. Mm -hmm. The fucking universe will fuck you up. Oh, if and it, I've been seeing it. I Like... I it, wish it, you wouldn't uh, have said it. It would have been just been dumb. Denial. Oh, no, no. Oh, that's that's the thing. Fault, right? Once but, you once you realize the full totality of yeah, your burden. Like karma, man. And that you yeah. can't go back to those little days of telling those little white lies and doing all that dumb shit and all the shit. Once you realize that your entire life and existence is that shit and you spend 99.9% of your time. That's why you have up and down miserable life. Is because you're in that fucking circus of bullshit, and you know it's bullshit. Well, yeah, you, you don't no know it's bullshit. You have no control of your life. But when you see that, and you go, "Holy fuck!" and you do the opposite, <laughs> that it, it becomes um, entirely self-evident. Yeah, and then, then you, you get real frustrated because you're like, "What <laughs> the fuck yeah, am I doing?" Yeah, yeah, right. Well, no other now burden. It doesn't end there. Nobody tells you that. Yeah, but I love the awareness. <laughs> Speak about fighting with my girlfriend. 
I better get going home. <laughs> yeah, I just got. The, I, know, uh, I just got the the phone call. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not going to the movies. I think. I'm what the fuck movie. are you doing? Just hanging out with Seth, Jake, Mark. Yeah, you, you got five minutes. Do you think they be home channel? now. There's dishes yeah. to be done. See, it, you know, here's the beautiful thing. This I'm is, sorry, uh, you're right. So That's all you got. Yeah. Here's a, like uh, uh, another guy's really cool. Eric Thomas. He's like he's a hip hop oh, yeah. preacher. He gets a little bit into the hallelujah and all the Christian yeah. stuff, but he hits it on the nail. And Dan Pandy talks about this too. And it's the truest fucking thing. And he talks about it. And this is I've had to realize this. And we all do is like, no matter what you think in your path, whatever. Like, your wife don't give a fuck. And it's right. It's like, no matter, you could be the Superman and Bell, you could be doing all this stuff like that. Well, you, you, know could be all, you could be all saving the world. <laughs> you could be all doing all this shit. But when it comes down to it, your kids just want their dad. Your, your wife just wants the husband. They don't want, they don't give a fuck about all this great <laughs> you know, thing. They Jim just want to talk about that. He yeah. doesn't, he That's doesn't, why Jim Rome's the baddest I, I love him for this. <laughs> they will never understand the value of what the husband does. They will never understand that. And we will probably never understand exactly what the wife does. But they won't understand as far as an entrepreneur, as the well, head of the family, the person that's trying to make the finances, the stress that we're under, or how we think, or those kind of things. And I love, Jim, I love Jim Rohn for that. I love yep. him for that. That's he because that he's like, and you have to meet those needs. You still have yep. to meet those needs. Yep. You have to realize like it's going to be an ungrateful position. You're going to have ridicule. They're not going to understand your perspective. Yep. Right? You, But you still have to... Yep. Provide Apologize, and yeah. love and yeah, whatever, right? Well, also, I tell you what, what, and it's about doing it in style. And this is what, like, uh, you know, Dan Pena, a lot of people get him all fucking crossways and they don't realize that he's the real deal, <laughs> to say the least. Is uh, give yourself it, a prep yeah, talk on the way home, you know, uh, what he said, uh, like, uh, this is you, the fender off. Uh, we good, babe? We good? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Doing shit in style is, and this is the thing about the entrepreneur is when you come home and you bear you've you've bared all of that shit, you can't come and poison your family. You got to come in and go. Yeah, I got this is good, dude. Wait, you know, man. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. And I'll be around time. that spot all day. All right. Well, I got to uh, pick catch up now. I've kind of. Yeah, I got to catch up with you on that. Uh, Freaking Jake. Uh, 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 all right. I'll see you guys. But yeah, it's do it in style. Is that you can't, no matter what your day is, and that's why I kind of look at it now. Is that no matter what happens, no matter what happens, you got to come home, and you can't, you can't be a conduit for that poison. You got to come home and be, no matter the day was sucked. Yeah. I got dealt with fucking all this shit, and it sucked. You can't go there and do that to her. You can't do that to your kids. You got to fucking, it's great. Don't give, you know, you got to. Yeah. In the beginning, you got to sort of fake it because it's not. Again, for me, I mean, you can't. You, and it's always a process. It's especially for me because it's, it's difficult sometimes. Um, you 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 got to get more genuine and genuine and genuine. And I think through that process is that's how you start learning how to do this all this shit in style. Because anybody can like accomplish their goal, yeah. but if you make everybody miserable and make oh, you're everybody miserable and they fucking hate it, it's what good is that? So you got to kind of get your shit accomplished while making everybody like this is fun. That's what it comes right down to. That's like like this, like everything. How all of us should be looking at this because if we're not having fun, if it's not fun, and fun's predicated on meaning, if yeah. it's not if we're not if it's not meaningful, and which means we're not getting somewhere and having fun and talking about it's it's it, you that's your game sign too. Go figure something else out. Yeah, you know. So it has to be fun, but work's fun. You know, work is fun. No, I re I, I can remember the exact moment in radio where it wasn't fun anymore. Mm. Um, what was it? What was it? I think it was Matt getting my award. 
You guys had a good no shit, man. Before I, like again, way before I even knew in, who any of you guys were, I legitimately turned in tuned into that radio program because um, it was it was so good. It was, and I mm-hmm. marked my my wife many times of this is super good local radio. So because that, it was good, that was, was part of uh, funny. A mm-hmm. big reason that I got into radio was because uh, you and Dwayne. Yeah. Um, I was like, that, I want to fucking do that. That's what I want to do. And then when I came into the studio or to the station, I met you and you told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> I was like, I'm going like, to take that's his my job. <laughs> <laughs> but then Bryce got my job yeah. instead of you. And then he fired me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, are they just kind of like that? It's kind of. I got it. I got mad that I didn't get fired by John Davis. Like, that was one of my goals in life was to be... Because you can't get into the last broadcaster Hall of Fame unless you've been fired by John Davis. <laughs> so, I remember... Um, I remember for me... Uh, yeah, it stopped being fun, and it, it started become really becoming really stressful because from 6 to 10, so like 5.30 to like 11, I had to, I had to fake this happiness and joyfulness... Yeah. While I'm playing the same fucking music every day, the same yeah, can't do that. twenty songs yeah. for four hours. I always give people two, at least two songs an hour. Some people I let even go more, but I was like, because that allowed people to make give to have personality in their show, like a little bit of themselves. You know, it's like it's only two songs an hour, and if they throw in the Misfits, you know, all of a sudden it's a punk rock hour. You know, yeah. So yeah. for me, yeah. like I would get, I got requests because mm-hmm. I, I was doing it live, and. And I would get told, no, you can't play that. That's too hard. Or why would you play that? Well, it's tagged as rock and a person request. <laughs> That's why that, so that model doesn't work. No. The model doesn't work exactly what you're saying. <laughs> That's why what this what we have to do has to be the antithesis of that. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I went on before about the same philosophy is we have an ecosystem that we all are bound by expectations, rules, economies and stuff. But yet we all, again, part of that is freedom to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Is people should be able to be a monotone, you know, like a monotone voice of all the people that are like, yeah. like, like, which I, which I think again, which is great about all of the people we have here, even all the people we bring in here from all the other people, everybody isn't remotely the same, um, but yet there's commonalities. There's an energy that kind yeah, of flows. Yeah, and there's there, and you can obviously see there's tremendous creativity and value, even with maybe somebody that, that has a like has a model of their equities, like, hey, this is I'm successful. This is what I have. I got mm-hmm. this rep. You could, it's self-evident. I mean, there's like at least 20, 30 people around here that are all su- good intellect, good, all of this, good, mm-hmm. good things going on, really smart, doing good things, interesting, has something to say, light, you know, kind of a light. Um, and again, it's like one of these things is the more that we can harness and we, people can harness us, tell that story, that's the new media, because that's the whole thing about this fucking media. That's why I love London Real and what they're doing is media has to change all of it. I mean, I mean all of it. I mean, the media we put in our head, the, the rituals we do, and how we start navigating through media. Because right now it's self-evident. It is not only is chaos, it's meant to be a chaos, but it's a manipulative sea of chaos where people have absolutely specific strategy intent to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. Like China, like, like well, we're also get, kind of getting to this idea of, you know, was Floyd, was some of their, maybe some, some conspiracy uh uh, uh, things with this, um, I'll say probably not, probably not, because it never it, in my it never ever works like that. But I will say this: it were at the point where 
it is it, it could be a possibility that could be an option for a number of reasons and it, and it actually I might be minimizing it to a degree because it just backs up a lot of the shit that I've, I've said a lot of times this is the evidence I go on because if you go look at the the way that Russia specifically but it's also China specifically mm-hmm. China in this case but Russia China intelligence is uh, the powers that be especially us two they've they understand psychological warfare, psychological ops, information mm-hmm. wars and stuff. Our own government and other people that they there are groups of people that we don't like common even like uh, uh, people don't understand the capabilities other people have mm-hmm. and the intelligence that are that are out there. So there's been a psychological warfare waged by Russia. We were part of it, but actually it's morphed into something that is, is, is I would take me forever to even get into. It's more of our, this weird thing of self-policing our own citizenry, where China and, and, and Russia have been in this long-term laser focus, especially since Putin. Mm-hmm. Putin's got an end game. Once these fucking uh, assholes understood immortality and AI, that they could live forever, it's no more about money. How the fuck? You mean we can really live forever? Oh yeah, yep. You can live better than money. I, I I'd love to. I'd love <laughs> to sit down. And so again, about, uh, what do you think in a Putin's mind? Or, or again, mm. you're a billionaire tyrant. What do you think? What would be what, what would be in your mind? I can live forever, control forever. I can be here forever. Mm-hmm. And what do I got to do to do that? Do you think maybe he lives forever, and but then like he decides like now that I can live forever. I'm just gonna paint in a cabin. On a <laughs> what if that was it? Like, what no, if the end game no, was just for him to paint the cabin, or, or it was then that it wouldn't he wanted to spend eternity uh, at a water park? He's like, I just want to yeah. go down the, the longest. No, that's why archetypes are archetypes. Forever. They're yeah. not. They're not gonna morph. That's why they are what they are. They're, that doesn't exist. If, if that would exist, then that whole model would 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 cease to exist. It's like why Trump doesn't say sorry. Trump's not gonna. Yeah. Th- it is a it is a faded position. It's a faded orbit, just like the orbits. I that's think... that's why people don't they don't change. They're, if 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 things are in the cards, you know, they're, that's that's it's in the cards. What I think is so interesting, rolling back just slightly, the um uh, to like the the way the media is now, mm-hmm. is the manipulation is so blatant that like it's like but, they're just unapologetic at it. But here's what here's what you got to understand too. Where I I agree, I fully agree. And this is where I don't know if I'm giving them more credit, but actually probably not is that's another upper level of this kind of shit is mm-hmm. is they know it's like they create that knowing but then there's other games on the other end of it so it's like we're showing you this stuff so you'll we're going to fool you with mesmerize you with the stuff that yeah. you can barely catch because the idea is if you make it the game interesting enough that they can sort of catch you if you think of it like a magic show is you don't want to make it so easy if you know the mad the flight yeah. of thumb oh you're fucking boring so you got to make it or they'll know the jig is up. They'll know yeah. that you're just fucking, what's going on here? Something bigger is going on here. <laughs> so they got to make you dig a little bit and, yeah. and so they can preoccupy you enough. <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah, the, um, I don't, yeah. You're I, watching the, the Ministry of Truth. I mean, did, did, but, uh, <laughs> the, oh, it's the Ministry of Truth. But, um, yeah, yeah, Ministry of Truth Hour. No, Devin it's. George's Oil yeah, Hour. Oh, dude, I want some of that, man. Too bad. My wife is, uh, it's just saving um, but it uh, if it's not here's the deal so if it's not this it here it doesn't matter and again if it's COVID it doesn't matter none of this yeah. shit the in, individual instances don't matter it's the escalation of what what you see happening 
Mm-hmm. Is what you see is what you see is the patterns that are happening. The escalation of responses. Yep. yep. Exactly. Exactly. The cascading of responses and what's happening. So just think about what's the what happens. Let's say a, a COVID comes with a mutation, or the next round, or the next thing comes that's even more deadly. Mm-hmm. What's going to be our natural response? Have we gotten together and worked better as a community and articulated and had a game plan? Nope. What happens <laughs> when the only way to to to, to, to think about you know, develop, develop solutions that work? Is working together and in, in, mm-hmm. in different thinking that God is here, working together, healing, feeling, uh, resolving things, all of these things. So until those things, which will be self-evident, so we have a game plan. It it's self-evident that mm-hmm. the next events, which are only going to become more and more magnitudes of, of catastrophic, will just start to erode. Again, this is where if I was, I'll just say with it, if I was China, if I was Russia, if I was the bad guy on the other side. Mm-hmm. It, it, what I and I wrote, I wrote about this because I first started to see it. Because when I started to see it, that's what I said. I said, "This, if this is what they're doing, holy fuck, this is some serious upper level shit. This is big time mm-hmm. stuff." Because if it were me, I would deconstruct the American psyche, which is super easy. You yeah. Know, Monday night football, NRA, blacks, the racial tensions, mm-hmm. libs, libs, dumb rednecks, polarized. So yeah. I then go in, this is the nature of PSYOPs. I not only do I, first of all, I got to identify and infiltrate, which they did clearly mm-hmm. through, you can clearly see how they did this. Yeah. Um, and they did it really re- unbelievably um, through, uh, through all of these, the money laundering schemes. But it doesn't stop there. The nature of all this, and this is where it gets sophisticated. If you know this, then you can understand that when people start using this against you. You bifurcate the herd into the lefts and the rights. Mm-hmm. Clear. Haves and ha- the enemies. Yeah. Then... You bifurcate every polar left. The libs have the thought leaders and the bottom feeders. And then mm-hmm. the thought leaders have a hierarchy. This is what I'm talking about unnaturalized people that eat themselves alive. Yeah. An unnaturalized person, somebody knows what they're doing, you can, any system, you can eat, make, fucking eat them all up. One, mm-hmm. one or two, three people that know what they're doing can destroy a country. Like, could destroy a world. That's what I'm talking about with China, like InfoWars now. If you know how to manipulate reality, and you know how to move herds conceptually mm-hmm. uh, through through orchestrating uh, automated mo- uh, automated media, which is once I know your heroes, once I know all your your media, John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, okay, what are, your, who are the libs? Carl, all of all of it. Once I have all of that, I already know John how to Wayne, start John yeah, how to start fucking painting the picture because there's only so many. There are archetypes, so I'll just mm-hmm. reduce this to archetypes, and I'll paint those in those colors. I'll do it all automated. But then I'm going to create infighting between the thought leaders and the bottom feeders, and then start creating, creating suspicion between the one, th- one and twos and threes and fours and fives, because every group has five thought leaders. Then they got bottom feeders who are resentful. What drives the bottom feeders is resentment, because they're not at the top, and they haven't addressed it. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're the bottom feeders. Every single collective, every one, it's, it, it's a law, motherfucking exact. You get them fighting here, here, and here, and they won't even know it. So all the energy, every bit of it, because negative energy occupies the mind. Suspicion occupies the mind. Resentful, poison, negative shit, what you're going to take from me, occupies the mind. When they're occupied with that, the greater part of their energy is infighting the Civil War. I'm doing the same over here. Mm-hmm. So in the totality of all of the American energy that should be focused on, maybe there's a fucking threat over here that maybe way, way, uh, uh, way more, um, more of a threat, your energy's pissed away here. 
your energy is pissed away, then you're fighting each other. And so the collective energy that should be focused on the real threat, mm -hmm. instead of being 100, 90, yeah. 80, is 1%, 2%, 3%. Because just, it, just from doing that, and what Russia's done, and again, I could literally, I can do this. I can do this right now with basic PHP scripting. It's pathetic. Again, one guy, you get a couple of guys in a basement and you, you wouldn't believe what you can do. You can create social media twit army bodies that get intelligent. Now that's what they have, intelligence. That they just multiply. And all you're doing is you're creating a sea of, said this, said that. You're just, you're just creating all these binary, Get them to do this. Get them to that. They, you know, black, black lives here. White supremacy here. This here. That's what they're doing right now. People even gotten mm -hmm. so smart where they've white hats have created these conceptual maps to show the 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 activity of the of some of this orchestration, which I I like. I like that <laughs> stuff. Uh, but uh, that's what you know. That's what they're doing. And so you think about this. If you're the bad guy. Before you go in, in the most complicated war to end all wars, and you want to, you're, you can't exist to manifest destiny. There's only one side, well, only one philosophy wins. Mm -hmm. One side, either a, a liberty to eagle, again, America, which they think, again, America, they believe in what, what uh, I think a lot of our own people believe. They believe we're alive. They believe we're full of shit. We believe, they believe we're exceptional and arrogant without backing it up. And we're loud and boisterous and full of shit and fat, lazy pigs. And we are, but that's not the whole fucking story. Like the American spirit is the greatest thing on the motherfucking planet. Like, 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 like this is what has to be renewed in our, in our society. Like they, cause they, people just forget, they don't understand this. America through Ben Franklin and a lot of even these esoteric philosophies, you know, that even King stemmed back from the Magna Carta, which are all liberal, all of, all of these principles, <laughs> which gave us the bill of rights, due process, separation of church and state, checks and balances. All of these are enlightened tenets that our forefathers brought from all these failed systems. All of these systems, yeah. feudally, I mean, I can go on and I'm not going to do it. They all failed. This is the most enlightened framework. That Bill of Rights is the document worth fucking dying over. It is absolutely like worth dying over because it protects basic of freedoms, freedom mm -hmm. to express, freedom to assemble. Again, all of these things are uh, bare arms. Everything we hold uh, is, uh, and again, our forefathers wrote beautifully about this, is these documents, you've got to uphold these documents. And if our people aren't wise enough to realize that you've got to stand for these things, you can't accept these infringements, um, who's going to be there to defend it? The Bill of Rights is only as good as the mm -hmm. body that's willing to uphold it. And that's what we're going through right now is our own people don't even motherfucking remotely understand. They think that anarchy, defund the police, Shit on the Bill of Rights. No more. You can't say what you want. It might hurt somebody. Can't gather. That might you might get COVID. Uh, get guns. Guns kill people. Let's take them all away. Let's fuck the Bill of Rights. That was dumb. What were these guys thinking? They were all slave owners. <laughs> Thomas That's Jefferson funny. was a slave owner. Take George Washington out. He he had slaves' teeth in his mouth. All of this same shit. And they don't realize that it, the westward expansion pushed us all over. And it's just like our own fathers, and it's like us. We're a mixed bag of shit. We try to figure out and resolve as much as we can, but we always leave a little bit on the table for our That's kids. That's the title. Mixed That's, bag. We're all a mixed bag of shit. Yeah. And you resolve. You try to resolve as much as you can so you don't fucking give it to your goddamn kids and, and give it to the other people who have to clean up your shit. We're to having to clean up bit. the shit of all of the people that didn't fucking figure it out. 
And if we figure it out or figure out more of what they didn't figure out, then it's just self-evident the the people down there, our kids get less of the same <laughs> stupid shit in see, the head. See old leave it a little bit nicer than you found it. it, it, it's, it is that it? Yeah. it? Well, that's the simple philosophy of some of this shit. It's mm -hmm. not rocket science. Is add more value than you take. 